0: コミックトーク 616 A
1: ようこそ。このシーズンは
2: You are listening to Comic Talk 616, a podcast on all things nerdy. We can be found on Anchor FM or anywhere you choose to listen to your podcasts. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, comictalk616.weebly.com.
1: Welcome to uh, the show, I think.
2: Welcome to Talk 616 Back in Time, where we have to use low-end tech because we're having technical issues with our
1: technology that we have for
2: recording our shows. (laughs) Yeah,
1: technical issues. We can't use the nice mic. We have the backup mic, which is the mic that I have for my computer, which is fine. It's just not as good as the cool, fancy microphones we usually use.
2: We apologize for the slight step in back in time yeah, to lo- slide a little bit lower quality. A we
1: used to use.
0: It's, it's pretty much 100% Jake's fault. Like, what's well, <laughs> Yeah, I blame
2: Jake. That's Jake's yeah. not here. It's his fault. It's, we yeah, blame, it's Jake's Jake's fault. Fault. We'll blame Jake. we you know blame Jake. Dang it, Jake. Jake breathed on the jazz cam Wednesday back. morning and killed it, so... This is why we can't have oh. nice things. <laughs>
1: Darn it, Jake. <laughs> Darn it, Jake. But in
2: all seriousness, welcome to Comic Talk 616... Matt just left the room. I'm Steve.
1: I'm Matt. I'm still here. I'm Kyle. I was oh, shutting off a fan oh, back there. Moon Baron has returned. I was shutting off a fan back there, so it made even less noise. Yeah, I know Less noise Because, as we remember, this microphone picks up too much. It picks up all the noise. Yeah. Because it's not directional at it's all. It's not. Well, you can make it directional, but it still picks up a lot, even if yeah. it's directional. Well, we don't want it directional tonight, because... <laughs> Anyway, right. That's enough tech talk. Yeah, tech talk. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, hey, welcome to my tech talk. Hello, I'm Matt. Welcome to my tech talk. <laughs> I.
2: <laughs> How's your
1: week? Matt? My week was pretty good. Um, I watched a little more One Piece. I nice. I we had the Ghostbusters event this week. Yes. Um, yes. That was very fun. Uh, that's a relief to be done because – not done, but, like, done with what we were working towards for that because now we don't have to, like, make any more signs and do a bunch of, like, work. Because yeah. we kind of, like – we do what I do, which is not good, which uh, is wait till like, the last minute and, like, oh, yeah, we need to build this tonight. <laughs> so we built, like, all those signposts and the uh, um, – the uh, beanbag toss thing. Oh, you built that all on Thursday? <laughs> Basically. Wow. Well, Brian okay. did a lot of... that. Brian drew the thing, and we, like, built the backing for it, um, and Thursday night, he... Brian had a date, too, on Thursday night, so, like... Oh. So, he was there before I was, and then when he came back after the date <laughs> and helped us finish. So, you had the date... So he had, he, he worked, on it. He, worked on it, he the he painted, thing. he painted the sliver thing. Uh-huh. Then he painted the, the there's a the board on the outside. Then he went on his date. While he was on his date, we built the, we got the parts together for, we got the wood all cut up for the um, beanbag toss and for two of the signposts. Then we finished that, like as soon as he got off his thing because we had a couple questions about what he wanted to do with a couple things just because you know I'm not good with clues so I'd rather not do something and then do it entirely wrong so anyway yeah we did build a lot of that nice we had a really we had a blast down there that was a really good time um I think the only thing is we need to walk around a little more <laughs> we had yeah. a lot of really good interactions uh, a lot of like I get a lot of people talking about, that want to talk about ghosts, which is kind of fun, because I like that kind of stuff. At least I like talking about it, because it's at least fun to talk about.
0: You do hear yeah. there are some interesting ghost stories out there.
1: Oh, yeah, there's, there sure. were people with videos showing me stuff down there. That was cool. Ooh, cool. Yeah. There was a guy with his, like, phone, that <laughs> was, like, weird little dot thing, and it was tracing around when he was recording. Nice. It's like, oh, this is a real video. Holy cow. Um... So I had a lot of fun with that. Last night, uh, we played D&D here, as you can see by the table that is still sort of set up. Um, It's nicely gridded. It's gridded. It's a very gridded table. Um, It's like my tablecloth right now. I just kind of leave it there. It's fine. Then I can plant stuff out there in the week. (laughs) Yeah, multi-purpose. But then we we played last night. We had a really good time. Uh, I realized that... um, the people that are play- that we have playing are very good. <laughs> so, it's, so they're of going hard to hardly hurt too bad. But I got close. I got close to a couple last night. I got a couple nice. downs. They actually know what they're doing. Yes, most of them do. And so they're like thinking tactically and just ruining my day. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, that didn't hurt. That didn't slow you guys down at all. Okay, I got to add some more stuff to the fly here. Uh, <laughs> we had a good time. Um, Uh, Sam was over, so that was, uh, Sam, former, uh, person, podcast person, (laughs) podcast host. Former pod person. Well, (laughs) I know she's come back a couple times, so she's not like a former podcast host, but she used to be one of the weekly members. Yeah. So, we had fun. Did that. Former regular. Did that. I almost, almost caught up on one piece. Almost. Caught up to one of my sisters. Yes. I'm almost caught up on One Piece. Only
2: about 180 or so episodes to go. No. Oh. No, no, no. Sorry. Dang. Let's see. Probably more like 880 mm. episodes to go. Dang. I'm on episode <laughs> 730. Yeah, I'm on episode like 110 to 120. Some, wherever, wherever the Netflix episodes end. Oh, nice. <laughs>
1: So I gotta still, I gotta find it on Crunchyroll to continue. I think. <laughs> yeah, Crunchyroll has it. <laughs> yeah. Not, well, actually Funimation has it. Funimation's buying Crunchyroll. Oh, that's right. And Funimation's yes. buying Crunchyroll, so they'll probably both have it, Which... or they'll just absorb into one giant amalgamation of all the anime. Funny Crunchimation. Funny, Funny Funny Roll. roll. <laughs> I <laughs> like
2: Crunchimation better. Crunchimation. <laughs> they're they're both good. can can't go wrong either way. Crunchimation like sounds like I'm hungry <laughs> <Yes. laughs> oh. <laughs> This just in Steve is hungry Very hungry Too bad we don't have Sushi delivery here Yeah That would be amazing That would be amazing We probably need a place That's a little closer Yeah Yeah, yeah it's too bad No coast in Fruita closed It is There, it there is. was another coast Out in Fruita too
0: uh-huh. Dang I never knew about that because I always go to the one in
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. They just they did them a little differently. Mm-hmm. Like, the one in junction's good. Yeah. They just did it differently in this one, and yeah. I liked it better. Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I, apparently, that's owned by, like, one family. They're the heroes. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. they're, they're both very That's good. why
2: they're all so good. Yep. <laughs>
1: anyway. So. Anyway. It's enough food talk. Food talk. So, oh. Speaking I guess. Of food, it's on its way. Anyway, nice. So, oh no, let's talk about drinks. Oh yeah, true. Mountain Dew. The Mexico Mountain
2: Dew. is making it. They're making a hard Mountain Dew with yes. zero sugar. The zero
1: sugar thing is confusing.
2: How yes. do you get an alcoholic beverage so, without
1: sugar? I've never been so happy and then just been so crushed right away. i because, just like <laughs> I don't like sugar-free Mountain Dew. Like and no, also people are free like, soft drink. Some, some people are like, anyway. well, some people are like, sugar-free Mountain is better. I'm like, no, no, no dude, it's not. No, you hate it. Yeah. I'd rather You're drink. Have, so, have to disagree. <laughs> yeah, I. I'd rather drink water. That's water. Water. A lot. Yeah, I'd rather drink water than sugar-free Mountain because, like, I just don't like the flavor. I would
2: rather drink my own water.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> no, I, I'll drink Mountain <laughs> do first. The sugar-free <laughs> Mountain first, but
2: no strong
1: so, statement. But what yeah, I, I, I was I was super excited about the yes, you know, that's about what I thought. A, but okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I was super excited about the prospect of a, of a hard Mountain Dew. And t- and I'm how, just okay. That, I'm tr- that little detail—the sugar-free. Yeah, I'm just trying to wrap my head around the uh, you know scienceiness of creating an alcoholic drink without su- using sugar. How do you make alcohol without sugar? That's a really great question. That's a great question. I mean, I, if there is, not, is a way to do it, I just, it's, it's going to get me. An, it's, you know, we we yeah. are probably not the right kind of nerdy yeah. podcast to answer that question. That's not, that question never yeah, going to get definitely. answered. Definitely. <laughs> not by us. But if you do have the answer, find us on Facebook and tell us how this chemically is possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> and th- those will be
1: dropping sometime next year, I believe. They're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah maybe they'll have no more, more information cuz exactly. i i hope what's happening is that they're going to like go oh, okay we need one that's sugar free some that aren't some that are made with less sugar or uh, artificial sugars i still
2: i don't i don't know yeah, how it's they're, possible. they're leading off might with be the sugar free
0: cuz they don't like money
2: it's true. <laughs> and they're, they're, or they're saving the best for less. Okay, so, yeah, that leads to another thing, like... Hopefully. <laughs> the same crowd going after sugar-free, hard Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is probably the same people that want the zero-calorie beer. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's, or or, let's or the
0: alcohol-free this, beer. Or alcohol-free beer. Like, there's an under... There's, like... Which I you know this, I, I, under, I understand that because there you know there's some people who who can't have alcohol. No, beer, yeah, yeah. But I'm they not, like the taste. I'm not knocking that. It's yeah, just yeah.
2: I'm saying, if you want low calories, why are you drinking beer right. in the first place? Yeah.
1: I if feel you that not, want water, is you better? Why? I feel like the same applies to like alcohol removed wine. <laughs> oh, that'd be a person. That'd be a person at the door. At the door. Indeed it is. So. All right. So, pizza got up here. The pizza, so. Uh, anyways, first story. Um, did you see the other thing? I think it was Nestflix. Yeah. What? <laughs> the, so, uh, there's a company with a fake streaming service called Nestflix, and they have listings for um, fake... Uh, Fake shows from TV and movies. Mm. It's like things that were on the TV in the shows. So just hilarious, like. Do, you know, have, do they have
2: itching, scratching? So, I mean, not not to completely change the subject and derail us, but. Not so good. We only talked about your week.
1: Oh, tell me about <laughs> your guys' weeks. How was your week, Kyle? Sorry.
0: <laughs> my my week was clearly much less interesting than Matt's. So, I guess
1: because I, I didn't. But
0: I didn't guess, guess I'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no, uh, I I had a good week. I uh, I got a uh, PS4 port of this old PS2 game that I loved back in the day. Which called called uh, Dark Cloud. Um. Any of you guys ever heard of it? It sounds familiar. Kind of. It's it's kind of it's, it's lesser known, but it definitely has like a bit of a cult following. Um, but yeah, it's like uh, a- action RPG. Okay. Um, kind kind of reminiscent of uh, of Zelda a little bit. Um, in in some ways, not so much in other ways. But uh, basically, like this this genie gets released by this evil cult and starts like destroying the world. And this, uh, this uh, dude called the Fairy King, like, preserves, like, all the people and buildings inside of these, like, magic spheres and hides them in the in the, all the dungeons everywhere so that the genie doesn't find them. And you have to go in the dungeons and, you know, fight monsters, find the spheres, and then, like, rebuild the the towns and and uh, rescue the people. Sounds very though, though. It's, it's very fun. And, cool. uh, and then Kaitn and I went and saw free guy today and that okay. was that was pretty oh, good was good yeah de- definitely a uh, definitely a Ryan Reynolds movie mm-hmm. with, uh, like uh, kind of what we were saying earlier um, how like what, what were we talking about where like the, the the lines were not necessarily funny but like the oh Andy Sandberg Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like how like how the songs are so dumb, but the Only yeah. Island songs, but Andy Samberg makes them funny. Like a lot of lines in this movie are really dumb, but it's it's Ryan Reynolds, so it's actually really funny. <laughs> nice <laughs> if, if you're a big Ryan Reynolds fan. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was a good movie. Uh, def- definitely in, like not uh, not like deep or anything, but just like turn your brain off. Uh, a lot of. Uh, uh, Poking fun at like video games and and uh, video game companies and and stuff and uh, Tycho IT absolutely stole the show. Did he? I <laughs> heard he was really good in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. He's... Yeah, he's he, he's he's like the uh, the uh, like the CEO or whatever of the game company that makes the game, and he's just like the biggest
1: jerk and That's really hands it up. That's pretty good. I I had seen like a previous in the cool. Did you see? Did we? Were you here when we talked about the um, the reaction video for it? Um. Or did you see the reaction video for it? Uh, which one? The cool. Yeah. The deaf one. Yes, I did. Yeah, that's hilarious. With them like react to their own characters. Yeah. As their own characters. Yes. And the most meta thing I've that's ever seen. Really funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, this, so, for the movie, I saw some stories, but I don't know anything about the movie. So, yeah, at the end of the movie, is there room for a sequel? Um, yeah. Because I saw. Yeah, definitely there uh, could be. I, I saw stuff that they've already wanted to do a sequel. Yeah. I,
0: I, I could see it. Okay. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those endings where like that could easily be the end of the story, but there are, you know they do uh, they do like change up the you know the status quo or whatever quite a bit by the end of the movie. Okay, and they could make a new movie based off of this new status quo.
1: Well, yeah, you know my I uh, again haven't seen it, but my like idea of like you know you, when you see a movie or you see previews, you have an idea of like how the movie's gonna go so my idea of how the movie was gonna go just didn't end with a sequel like but that'd be cool that's cool if they open it up like that
2: yeah hmm
0: yeah it was, it was a good movie I mean, we really enjoyed it cool and yeah that was that was probably the highlights of my week uh
2: Steven so yeah did the Ghostbusters thing this week oh yeah we went camping with some friends. I just got back like a couple hours before recording tonight. Cool. It's fun. Fou- went up, found a secluded place up on Grand Mesa and just enjoyed mother nature and wildlife and great outdoors. There was three families. <laughs> 17 of us in total and 5 dogs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then, Dang. yeah, it was a lot of fun. Took took our hammock up there, so put it between a couple trees with ratchet straps, had it set up nicely. Laid in it the other night, just got comfortable, and about you know three and a half, four feet off the ground. Nice. Yeah, mm. love had a good hammock. hammock. You know, we had our axes for chopping, you know, fall and stuff. And my friend was putting his axe away in the uh, mostly dead tree that I had the hammock tied to. And he proceeded to put it in the tree, but did not see the strap and put it right through the strap. I heard a And the next thing I knew I was laying on the ground <laughs> with a tree branch like underneath my shoulders acrossways. Oh, huh ow, what?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is this a prank that was fun <laughs> I was gonna say did, did he really do it on accident
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so it sounds like Where's oh
1: the- my bad bro was there <laughs> <accident."> <laughs> was there a camera around <laughs> no did you see Johnny Knox still anywhere around <laughs> I wish
2: we had had that on camera though yeah if, if no one's around to film it can you really hear a Steven fall in the woods well, there were 17 of us there, so. Oh, okay. I mean, most of the kids were in bed. It's mostly the adults up at that point, but. There was me, and the uh, suspect, and uh, four witnesses. <laughs> so We all laughed, including me, because it was hilarious. <laughs> funny. I'm just glad there was a bed of, like pine yeah, with so just yeah. one branch that I landed on probably <laughs> well, because like, that could have been bad
1: to be fair, yeah that would have hurt <laughs> yeah to be fair if you put your uh if you put your hammock over a sharp wood pile that's kind of on you <laughs> 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 like hmm what can I put this over ooh jagged rocks perfect yeah. just, just, just dangle it over a cliff yeah <laughs>
2: that's right, right over here. the edge of a cliff People do that all the time. <laughs> that's not smart. <laughs> no, there's but special surprise. There's special tent hammocks that are designed for rock climbers that oh, they will actually man. hang from cliff faces. That's wild. It's really cool. I don't know if I would, I would ever do that, be able that myself. To fall asleep. I mean mm-hmm.
1: I also would not be able to climb a mountain. Yeah. But, I don't like Yeah. That's cool. a little bit of rock climbing, but my hardest part is like trusting the gear. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I could trust the gear to hold me up, like forever, for eight hours or well, however long I decided to rest for. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not that kind of person. I'm the, the kind of person. The I hardest like. part
0: for me would be getting me to the mountain to climb it. Yeah, see the, <laughs> that wouldn't happen.
1: Yeah. Well, see, I, I, every time I go rock climbing, the, the loop is to go up to the rock wall and I get up to the top. And I'm like ah. they're like, oh wow, you did good, Matt, you you work here for you and I'm like, yeah I did. Now let me down. <laughs> I did great. I am done. I did great. Now I'm done. Can I go down now? Oops. Please. Now, now? Right now? This minute.
0: <laughs> yep, I did great. Now we're going home. Jimmy <laughs> here. Alright, cool. Yeah. That was our weeks.
1: Cool weeks. We'll so, continue our
2: stories. So uh,
1: they made this funny <laughs> they made this funny fake Netflix website called Netflix and it's all the stuff from TV shows, movies. Uh, for example, they have one called Angels with Filthy Souls and apparently that's the uh, name of the movie from Home Alone that he's watching. <laughs> like when nice. they, when they the pizza mm. guy comes to the door it's like, uh, keep the change you filthy animal. Yeah, <laughs> Apparently that has a name. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. I didn't either. A lot of these are funny like, I mean, some of them were just like the the Itchy and Scratchy show yes. some of them are like public access shows like Wayne's World's on there it's kind of a kind of a fun website fun pokey website um, so
0: are, are any of these
1: watchable or are they just listings? they're listings and there's a lot of stills um, I didn't see if I I didn't see anyone I was looking the few I clicked through didn't look watchable mm. but the website looks very real I thought it was kind of funny, just like all the crazy, crazy stuff that appears on screen. Yeah, that's a fun idea. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, back like over there. There we go. Um, so we talked about this before, but Wrong Universe was a like the one of the wrong companies that got sued by Nintendo. Uh. <clears throat> Apparently they are now ordered to destroy all their ROM copies. Oh, wow. To destroy their data. Uh, after a $2.1 yeah. million dollar lawsuit from Nintendo.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, Nintendo does not like uh, They don't play. They uh, not like that
0: stuff. They do not play around with that. Like, it's not even like...
2: Well, I'm glad I have my Nintendo Classic and my Super Nintendo Classic so I can play most of those games without needing roms.
1: Right. Roms are fun sometimes, but, like, I guess what they did, like, one of the reasons they got in trouble was because they were, um, doing ROM hats for newer games.
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: Like, they were starting to get into some Switch games. They're not, like, the smaller titles, but still Switch games. Dang. Yeah, okay, I can see why. Like, hey, stop. No. Yeah, it's, it,
0: I mean, like, N- Nintendo has been known to go after things for, like, like Super Mario 64, for instance, when, you know, yeah. clearly, like, they, you know, at the, at the time, there was no, like, you know, they were not really, ma- making a yeah. whole lot of money off of that anymore. At least not until they did, like, the Mario All-Stars thing on Switch. Yeah. But, uh... But yeah, like that, like yeah. If they're doing Switch games on there, it, I mean, it's just feel like pretty justified.
1: Yeah, there, there was this cool one that got shut down, and it was uh, Super Mario. Was it called Remix? It was oh Mario yeah, Remix I've, I've Star, heard of that. Where like basically you could play through Mario as like the Contra guy, or mm-hmm. a couple like, some, like I think they added a bunch of characters, but that was, yeah, cool. that's, that was that's too bad it was fun but, it was, yeah, but I think that one got shut down too which is unfortunate Super Mario crossover that's what it's called mm. that's what it was um, hey for people who still are playing the Marvel's Avengers game um, <laughs> they've confirmed that Spider-Man still is coming out this year man they are I'm I'm sad about that game they really strike when the iron's cold like yeah yeah, because like their service didn't work out very well, and if they would have like if they released Spider Man, I don't know, four or five months ago, they actually probably would have brought a lot of people back. But at this point, like, I have two PlayStation. The Spider Man gave them the PlayStation if I wanted to play Spider Man. Like, yeah, and they're
0: way better. Indeed. Yep. They.
1: Yeah. Like, why? Why would that
0: be like one of the big like advertising points out of the gate if that wasn't something that they were gonna have ready anytime it, soon yeah well because like it was, it was, or you know on all platforms it's been <laughs> a, you, it's almost been a year
1: i, I think it's been it's over a year september well. early september i believe so we're, oh, okay. we're very close it feels like it's been forever though because yeah, like, it feels like it's been two years because it died so quick yeah it did like it died so fast
0: yeah, it it died right after I grinded a max level Iron Man. <laughs> <That> was <laughs> I, I had a decent build on him, I was ready to go. And then yeah, nobody was playing anymore. I was like, oh well Darn. But you know, if it ever gets good, I've got that Iron Man <laughs> raring to go. We'll see. I don't know. Um, I I'm, I might try I might try the Black Panther. Um, I played a little bit of the Kate Bishop expansion and <laughs> And she she's fun. Yeah, like her, her kit's kind of fun. She does like a lot of teleporty stuff. That's and, cool. Huh? Uh, and she has she has uh, swords in addition to the to the bow. So, like I said, it's something like, uh, I. It's I, thought... I haven't I haven't done the second Hawkeye one. Um, yeah, the, which I mean, that that one seems like it has kind of an interesting story aspect to it, at least. Yeah. yeah. But like, I yeah, I played a bunch of K. Bishop, and the next character is another Hawkeye. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of over that now. Right. But The Black Panther one might be fun. I'm I'm i hoping it's good.
1: I mean, if the Spider Man one comes out, maybe I'll try it. Maybe then I'll just go try it and try all the, all of them. Yeah. Get yeah. Do them <clears> all. Jump at once. back in. Like, because there's some like. And I've played some games after they died and or they after they've been kind of in a bad spot. Man, multiplayer is weird. <laughs> multiplayer gets real weird after a while. Because there's the people that min-maxed, or they like played... Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the diehards. They never stop playing. Yeah. And there's the new people that just finish the game, and I'm like, oh. And
0: nothing in between.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no one in between. You are one of the two camps. I played the for a while because I, all I had was I had the PlayStation Three, so I was playing the Uncharted Three multiplayer. I didn't even know they had multiplayer. it, was a really cool multiplayer. Like there was great stuff, but it was the same thing. It was either like feast or famine. Because there was one guy. There was one time I was playing. This kid clearly had never played the game, and he was playing like multiplayer, and it's cooperative. (laughs) And you're supposed to take out this wave of enemies. He's like, he's like, guys, there's females down here. There's females. Like, that's the most, that's like one of the most common weapons in this game. Like, <laughs> it's not a good game. It's not something to be excited about. Like, nobody gets excited about that. What are you doing, man? What are you doing here, kid? How'd you get here? <laughs> your mom Where really are look? your parents? <laughs> Did you really? And so we, started, like, so I turned off my microphone after a little while he's like, if you guys don't revive me, I'm going to quit. I don't going. Oh, no. On. I clicked it on. I was like, do you promise? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. That's the opposite of what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Get out of here. But, yeah. So I, with Avengers, I'm like... I would love to to get to, to a better place, but right now it just seems like too much of a like. It seems like a, a repetitive thing. For it's, it's a it's a grind fest. It's a grind fest, and that's not
0: it's very repetitive.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, like, some of it's like not even skill. Like, it's it's not skill gameplay. It's like I don't have enough numbers to fight this. Yeah. It's, yep. That's, irritating. that's very irritating. Yeah. It's not skill anymore. Like, it could be, I you know. If you if you can overcome not having your better numbers with skill, that'd be fine. But it's it's halfway between. It's and then game. and then like when
0: you when you get up into the higher levels and you really need to start thinking about doing exact builds for characters, the gear that drops has randomized stats. Right. And that's very frustrating because yeah, you, know, you not only have to try for like the you know the high the high quality gear, but it also has to have the right stats on it.
1: Well and the chances of that happening are very small. well think of like because they compared a lot and the loot system is very similar to destiny. The yep. difference is that like I could still play destiny if my numbers weren't high enough like it mm-hmm. just was harder but I could still play
2: mm-hmm.
1: like and, and skill and with skill I could overcome not having enough like high enough gear yeah but with this like it doesn't matter if you have high enough gear like you have to have high enough gear. Otherwise, you're just not going to do any damage at all. Yep. It's like you know, you got these like basic game guys, and you're like sh- shooting a barrage of rockets, and they just kind of chuckle and keep shooting at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that oh, tickles. That tickles. Anyway, <laughs> you're like the Hulk just punches man in the face, and he laughed at it. This shouldn't happen. This shouldn't yeah, happen at all. It, and it's and it's it's like <laughs> more
0: like the just like That's junk mob like. Yeah, puny humanoid enemies like a minion character that like shouldn't be anything. Mm-hmm. Like generic game scientist, just full on takes a Hulk punch in the face. And then he, and then, he
1: punches, <laughs> then he punches the Hulk once, and the Hulk dies. Yeah. You're like, why is the Hulk die? So yeah, I really feel like a superhero. Why did the Hulk die? Because he didn't have enough nanites. <laughs> he didn't have the right backbone. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I love the fact that they did equipment for the Hulk that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's very weird. They're like, "Hey, the Hulk switching yeah. out backbones real quick." Yep, that makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, at, at least for like some characters like Iron Man, it made it made some sense, and like Black yeah. Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get like like Hulk stuff, and then Miss Marvel stuff is, is all Miss like,
1: Marvel stuff. At least made sense too, though. At least because it was like yeah. outerwear. Yeah, it wasn't like. New lungs or something? I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, like literal like internal things that you can't. Use.
2: Need more stretchy lungs.
1: But also like they were branded, so it was really funny because there was like different brands of stuff for the Hulk specifically, or different brands of Miss Marvel shirts. Like, so Aim's making Miss Marvel shirts now. Interesting. Oh, Star Tech's making Miss Marvel shirts. Oh, Pym Tech's making Miss Marvel shirts. That's crazy. Uh,
0: he, he seemed kind of busy with, what, with uh, trying, to,
1: trying to save the world from AIM. Well, it's all, really, it, it, like, it breaks, the immersion breaks when you're when it's like, yeah, I make you this thing. It's going to cost you $9,000. Yep. <laughs> uh, you got to buy it from me, though, $9,000. Mm. Otherwise, I'm not giving you this thing that's going to save the world, potentially. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of, it's funky, but... Mm. It's a good attempt. At least it was like. It seemed like they started with their half in the right place. Yeah, I I found the the main story enjoyable. Yeah,
0: I did too. If kind of short, a little short, but it was at least enjoyable. Like they, they clearly intended the the multiplayer to be the crux of the experience, which yeah,
1: know, it's not. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not. not doing what they wanted it to. Mm. Right. Well, then they have that deficiency where like if you don't play and your friends play you're behind yeah you're way behind <clears throat> I compare that to like Fallout where like even if you're behind at least you can feel like you're part of the group yeah with this and you're like I'm behind so I'm, you're dragging me along I'm just dodging yeah <laughs>
0: Which I've I've heard uh, I've heard Fallout seventy six has made a lot of changes. I
1: saw that day I've seen the stories. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, we need to get on there. Because, but I think the downloads up to have been updating automatically because I got the, cause the PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So. this should be. I have to I have to open it up and like they're gonna be like, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, did you know there was a My Hero Academia movie, by the way? Oh, the live action one?
0: Yeah, yeah. I did. I did hear about that. Okay,
1: I didn't know that. I didn't know I, about uh, it. I highly disagree with it, but <laughs> I think that's a weird one to try to make a movie out of. Because yeah, yeah, the relationships are important to like build over time. Yeah. So I guess it's going to be one of those movies where like they have the character and you're like, that's that's that guy. Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just
0: so tired of all the all these live action adaptations that are just so like half-assed and people just completely like overlooking what makes the source material good and just doing what makes it special. Cash grab. F- yeah. I, I'm hoping that at the very least the Cowboy Bebop one will not fall into
1: that trap. That's supposed to be a show, so hopefully that yeah is which is a good start.
2: Should- be better hopefully
1: well the thing is that and and that's an old enough anime that it's had time
0: yeah and I I I think just like the particular like style of that show kind of lends itself a little bit to live action more so than most anime right
1: I actually hope they do like new stories that would be cool I hope they don't just stick to the same stories I hope they get new ones because there's a lot that could, a lot of stories they could tell. It was kind of a job of the week type thing. Yeah. So they could do it. You know, every different episode was different. Yeah. it so was more more about the more about the journey than the yeah.
0: the destination.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was a overarching story, but it was not
0: yeah. as hard to it tell. wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't really the, the point of the show.
1: No. Well, and the thing is, the like even the the full story, you could tell that story throughout a series pretty well. I think. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know the My Hero thing was getting a movie, so they, apparently they found a director, which is good news, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. If it doesn't suck, that's good news.
2: If the movie sucks, that's not good news. Yeah. I, so I, either way. Uh, yeah, both, both of the
1: uh, animated movies have been really good so it's far. The, uh, uh, Shinsaki Sato. Apparently, he did I Am Hero and uh, I Am Hero Kingdom and Alice in Borderland, um, on that from Netflix. So, maybe that's sort of promising because I heard Hopefully. Alice in Borderland was good. Yeah, I did too. Um, uh, and the one from Dave so Dave posted this one earlier, but apparently, uh, Twisted Metal is getting a new project in 2023, it's kind of far off but I'm happy they're getting a new project because I think those games are super fun. It's been a very long time. And it's been a while. The last one they had was PlayStation 4 at the very beginning, maybe. Oh, it was that recently? No, like at the beginning of PlayStation 4, though. Or maybe the end of PlayStation 3. I was gonna... I I thought it was, like, PS2. I think they had one on 3, and it, like, just never took off that much. Like, it looked really cool, but I don't think it, it got played as much. Well, regardless, it has been a very long time
0: since I played one of those games. But yeah, I, I do remember enjoying them a lot when I was growing up. Well, I, I like car.
2: I like, I like the style of car combat. Well, mm-hmm. we don't know if it's a new video game or if it's associated with an upcoming TV
1: series that's coming out. I hope it's a game. Well, I'm hoping it's a game. Like it's a new project. I, it, the fact that it's that far out makes me think it's like a, if there was a movie. I feel like they it'd be weird if they didn't say movie that's why I wasn't sure but it really doesn't like there really isn't a lot of information about it it is kind of one of those like bitty um articles but <coughs> excuse me yeah sorry allergies
2: um it sounds like <clears throat> he's probably referencing the new TV
1: series that's coming out uh man I totally forgot about that <laughs> Twisted Metal's not gonna be a good TV series either, though. Like, <laughs> I don't think so either. So Twisted Metal had a story, had stories, but they were kind of like Mortal Kombat stories, where like their greatest video game bat stories, but they're edgy and cringy as real life stories, <laughs> like for real life <laughs> characters that you're trying to portray. Because mm-hmm. like, how are you gonna portray the clown with the firehead? That is definitely a hundred percent like a video gaming story that's great a video game backstory you're like yeah he's just a psychotic clown but like now you gotta explain why his head's on fire always you never yeah. had to explain that before now you do <laughs> like also real fire just doesn't look as cool as video game fire yeah never it yeah. does yeah I mean especially if it's you know in a show where
0: like they're having like a an action scene you're trying to like take stuff seriously and then the dude's got his head on fire and it's just like okay like yeah come on
2: <laughs> okay yeah. I doubt anybody's meant to take Twisted Metal TV series seriously
1: I doubt it too but <laughs> anyway but yeah it but still sounds weird I just don't I don't know, I just don't think it translates as well because it's like mm. there are certain things that don't translate well to like video in my opinion yeah there's also a lot of comic book stuff that doesn't translate well it's that same kind of thing of like yeah you can be wacky and crazy and have a guy that dresses in all yellow and it doesn't look dumb because it's TV not because it's a comic but TV doesn't look good yeah there's a lot of comic book characters like if they reimagine them in the way that they are drawn on the comic they would look very dumb Mm -hmm. (laughs) like oh yeah you have 9,000 pockets and you have a tiny head and your hand is three times the size of your head <laughs> anyway anyway, <laughs> anyway let's move on from that <laughs> but let's cool story bro cool cross story, my fingers Twisted Metal Game not yeah. TV series but, but probably TV series <laughs> probably TV series um did you see the the Danny DeVito writing a uh, Penguin comic yeah I saw that, that, that that'll be interesting I. That's so crazy. I, I don't. I don't
0: know too much about uh, Danny DeVito's writing ability, but me neither. But I mean, I mean, it's got to be okay, right? he's, he's, he's a great actor. On... Batman
2: villains 80th anniversary. Yeah.
0: Okay. That yeah. Comes out on
2: November
1: 30th. I mean, I would say. I would say, I would say that he. Plays, Not too far off. Like he played the Penguin pretty well as a weird. He like he made him weird and creepy and scary yeah because usually he's just like a usually he's very like cartoonish well usually he's kind of a joke he's like the character that yeah. Batman beats up before he gets to the real story before and, he gets to Joker <laughs> yeah
2: in Tim yeah. Burton's movie like he starts off that way and then, and then it takes a shift and are like oh he's oh. actually scary
1: yeah, yeah like it actually makes him like oh yeah, this guy's crazy this he guy gets needs, very unhinged yeah, yeah this man is unhinged I mean he does do some still comic stuff but yeah he gets pretty unhinged uh, apparently, Conan the Barbarian uh, twenty-five will celebrate three hundred issues with Marvel. Cool, dang, three hundred, nice. Um, how how long have they been running so, those? Since? So they long enough to have three hundred issues. They were writing yeah. them. They were <laughs> so they were writing them before, but then they lost the rights. But then they just got back the rights a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so fifty-one years. Fifty-one years total, but. Dang, yeah, it's a long time. I think Dark Horse. The original series
2: was 1970 to 1993. Dang, I was gonna guess 80s, so I was the a little 1970. Off. That's pretty crazy. And they've been going about two years since they got the second volume in 2019.
0: Nice. So yeah, so that that's been going on longer than He Man, then yeah I, yeah I always had that backwards I always thought He-Man was older than Conan
2: I learned something today so what is that 23 about 20, yeah so 25 years with Marvel that's pretty crazy that's nuts to think about
1: yeah, that's, yeah 51 years after the first I liked that they had Conan before cool. it was cool that they had Conan before I like what they're doing <laughs> with Conan now where they actually like Put him into the Marvel Universe, yeah. Like, they're not just publishing a comic where he's separate. Ooh. I like that they're they put it, they, yeah, they threw him into the universe, and it was crazy. <laughs> and it's a little chaotic. And because, like, he still acts like Conan all the time, like, just insane, like, just the, the epitome of uh, barbarian, Oonga boonga pretty much. Well, I think like they had a comic where they had a comic where like Deadpool was messing with him. Like it was teamed up with Deadpool for some reason. I can't remember why. But that's like, it's just like the definite straight man of like he does not care. <laughs> yeah, he literally has could not care less of what Deadpool has to say at all ever. Um, but that sounds like a great combination. They had it in his first in his first appearance. Like when he first got transported, um, he was there was a cult after him and he ran into Wolverine and they just like (laughs) fought to a standstill like over and over because Wolverine would like slash him and it wouldn't hurt too bad but he'd like stab Wolverine straight through (laughs) and he (laughs) recovered so it was like a big fight going on it was that's how how they started Savage Avengers that was a pretty cool start
0: yeah like if
1: if there's a couple of characters you know the the classic thing of like the heroes meet and don't realize they're heroes that's one of them that's a good one <laughs> that's a real good one yeah that, that would be a good fight Conan and Wolverine I think the Punisher runs into them like just like oh crap r- runs into them like just fighting it out and he's like no nah.
0: yeah <laughs> no no I'm good It's like <laughs> just just gonna I'll be over here watching just, yeah just, just,
1: yeah you guys have fun yeah, pretty much. Not getting involved in that. I was like, there's cultists here. I'm going to go see if I can find them. <laughs> you guys, you seem like you have your own thing going. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also, this week, released uh, some uh, images of the covers for some of the, sorry, some of the covers for the War of the Bounty Hunters series, the Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters series from, I'm trying to remember who's... Publishing that one just have a double check because sometimes I'm wrong. Yeah, I forgot what comic company is doing that one. Scanimate. On uh. Oh, that's the Marvel. One. Those are the Marvel ones. Okay. Yeah, these are the Marvel covers. Okay, cool, cool. So they're, they're doing like blueprints of, of the ships. Basically, yeah. really cool, cool blueprint covers where the it's like half blueprints of the ship. Nice.
2: Yeah, those are cool looking covers. It's just some neat yeah, looking covers, cool.
1: basically. I yeah, I like I like I like where the comics for Star Wars is going. I've liked where it's been going because it's been pretty good lately. So they, you know they have the um they had the High Republic stuff going on but also they had like I think last year they had the stuff for Vader's castle where like it's like a horror comic basically where Darth cool. Vader was the serial killer oh nice <laughs> that's interesting it was it was super cool um so, we move on to uh, movies. Uh, apparently, the Spawn movie is getting another writer. And I think that's three or four at this point. It's been in development yeah. for a while. Yeah, it has. I think it was announced I, in 2017. I forgot they were developing 15? that. Yeah. I think it was <laughs> 2017 or, so or 18 when, when they before. first announced it.
0: Yeah, the new writer is uh, Brian Tucker, who... Uh, worked on Broken City. Uh, I'm not familiar with that. But, uh, yeah, that's who it is.
1: So, that's cool. Oh, 2015, sorry. I was wrong. I remember hearing about it in about 2017. That was probably when it got something new, when when something changed. Yeah, they've they've, they've, they've had a lot of personal Oh, shoot, that's like... That means that things have been development for six years, okay. and now they're getting another writer. Yeah. Ooh. I hope that comes out while Todd McFarlane's still alive. <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> in a retirement home. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Spawn's really cool. That would, that would be awesome to see a, I, a, be, a movie, if it's it'd good. It'd be good to see if a movie. good. If I don't good have in, too much faith in it right now.
1: It'd but. be good to see a better movie, because the other one was...
0: Yeah, there, Cheesy, there was that. It's very way. much of its time. Yeah,
1: There were some good parts, but there there's some different parts. It was like that were there were some effects that were bad, just real bad. Yeah, yeah,
0: I yeah I, I I'd like to see something like more in the vein of like kind, kind of like the the Spawn or uh, we're talking about Spawn, the Venom movies. Yeah, like oh well.
1: <laughs> speaking, speaking of. Which, of <laughs> uh, Perfect segue, you're welcome uh, the, we supposed <laughs> we to it. So, <laughs> this movie was supposed to release Right before, I, right before my birthday Now it's releasing October 15th Now October 15th It's this was supposed to be late September Now it's October 15th Which is unfortunate Because I really want to see this movie, darn it <laughs> Yeah Oh, it'll, It's okay, it'll, when it comes out it'll be good
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think as long as it it, ha, it only has to meet the bar of being as good as the last one, and the, the last yeah. one I thought was really fun. Yeah, it was, it was I fun mean, there was sort of, you know, it's not like the best superhero movie I've ever seen, but, I, but I, it was it was very entertaining. It was a good Venom film. Yeah. Well, the, the I like the direction they went with Venom a little bit, where yeah, he's like the the, the violent defender basically. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. violent savior. <laughs> I
0: I kind of like the. <sighs> I kind of like the the dynamic between him and Eddie Brock.
1: Yeah, I like it, how
0: they did it. Like, like barely keeping him under
1: control. I, although not really. <laughs> it's kind of right. the reason. It's also the reason why I'm not sure if I want to see him in a Spider-Man movie because, like, it would be weird not having him ever fight Spider-Man and then yeah. becoming good because
0: because it, it would either be too too what, so like. like too, like violent I guess for a Spider-Man well, movie or well, too tame for a Venom movie
1: well we've already gone like we have already gotten off comic books so uh because the purist is gone I'll I'll do a little purist just a touch um but a big part of Venom's story in the comics is being is that Spider-Man helps him become a better person yeah so if he's already a better person it doesn't really mesh with yeah, the story very well does, of Venom
0: Spider-Man too much yeah
1: yeah, like Venom is uh, he's evil forever and ever and ever and then all of a sudden like he kind of gets pushed into being a better person and Spider-Man doesn't want to team up with him but he's like, okay, at least we can kind of redeem you a little bit. We're not going to get that if he comes in with this, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I, I don't see that. I happening. mean, I, it would be fun. Don't get me wrong. I just think it like it's, I don't know the way they did Venom now it's weird, it'd be weird to have like Spider-Man now because also like also like when Spider-Man get a, when Spider-Man get an infected then like does Venom hang on to him for a second and go like oh yeah that's why I put this symbol on myself years and years ago <laughs> it's because I'm such a big fan yeah <laughs> anyway uh, that would be hard to explain. So, uh, <laughs> so, so Martin Campbell came out recently. He's the guy that directed yeah, the Green Lantern movie. To, to no one's surprise. To no one's surprise, but finally, like <laughs> before this, he hadn't really mentioned anything about it. Like he hadn't said any public stuff about it. Where he said no, he defended it publicly. But now he's like, yeah, I should not have made that movie. That was a bad yeah. Green Lantern movie. Yeah, it was not good. Um, that's not It's a really small. You know, that's just as quick.
0: There's not really. A and, it, and it's probably one of the biggest reasons that we haven't gotten a Green Lantern movie yet in the DCEU as well.
1: Yeah, just because it's got it's like a poisoned pill, basically, where it's it's ruined the name for sure. Yeah, it's it's done a lot of damage.
0: It's just too bad because the Green Lantern comics are really good.
1: And they, they they are slept on a lot well they are good and like the even some of the TV stuff they've done with Green Lantern it's been pretty good yeah the, the Bruce Timm show that got yeah. cancelled
0: the anime show Ooh, it was up. excellent
1: the, uh, it was excellent and they and they cancelled it the, uh, they had a, um, they had a couple movies they've done too um, like stand standalone DC movies. Yeah, the, uh, they had first flight. First flight, and the camera. I remember that one was pretty good. I can't remember what the other one was
0: called but... like the Hal Jordan origin story, and then yeah, what was the other one?
1: Can't remember, there was another one, and then there was the Furious 5, something like five. Because I mean, that was a Green Lantern story, basically as well.
0: Let me look. Let me look that one up.
1: I'm trying to remember what the name is. I it, it's escaped me, but I remember they were good. They were. <laughs> uh, that one's the next one's real big rumor, 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 rumor. Super, it's a super rumor levels because it's. but they had em- Emerald Knights. I think
0: was the other one. Emerald Knight. That's it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That one also had Nathan Fillion as uh, Hal Jordan. Yeah. That one. That was the other one. That was
1: good yeah no they' done a lot of good stuff with him and then he's been good in the other animated movies too he's part of the justice League yeah um, they they really need to do a live action so yeah, GL is awesome and
0: I they, like they they used to, they used to be more like like not like you know mainstream but like you know what well well represented in the in the fandom and and a lot more more talked about amongst comic book fans than they are today, which is too bad because yeah, there, there've been a lot of people that have done a lot of good modern runs on the character. Uh, Jeff Johns would, would be a notable one. Uh, his his the, like Green Lantern stuff in the New Fifty Two was like one of the only good runs that came out of New 52, well, yeah. in New Fifty Two. That's in my opinion. Like it's that, that, and lot, Batman, that that's, Yeah, and and Wonder Woman was pretty good in New Fifty Two as well. But.
1: Yeah, there, I, from my understanding, there was a few runs that were okay. Ones that I
0: read weren't. Superman was decent. They they actually did a run where Superman loses his powers mostly, and I think even Jake might have liked that one. Well, just because
1: Superman loses his powers, but I mean, you know the thing is, I think I feel like Jake's like Jake's jealous. Well, his uh, he's just his jealous. perception is like perception of Superman is like shifted a little bit. Now his new target is Scott Summers.
2: So, oh yeah, true, true. I mean, Scott Summers has always been a target of this, but but it feels like it's more of a focus now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, I I have definitely noticed more Scott Summers hate and less Superman hate.
1: See, it's because it's because I made him talk about it like three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, by did like by bet by losing bets or by having a Superman episode that we didn't tell him it was going to be a Superman episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: remember, yeah slowly but surely we'll make a Superman fan out of him.
1: It will be. Who is will be a Superman fan. Darn it. Because let's face it, Superman's awesome. I actually do like Superman a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, that's hilarious. Uh, we'll just jump to that one then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I swear I'm a, not doing this on purpose. I know you have this on purpose. It's great <laughs> then. They are releasing the Superman animated series on Blu-ray. Uh, to celebrate 25 years. First time it's been on Blu-ray. And... I'm excited because I used to watch that and the Famine animated yes. series. They used to have a block, an hour block, where they had Bolt one and then the other. Yep, I, I me too. I watched so much of that. Simpler days, man. I watched Simpler so days. much of that. So good. Well, and like it was good because and I rewatched a little bit of it. I didn't watch well, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I rewatched a little bit of it when we had the DC app. And man, I forgot like how. They go to like they go kind of in depth on stuff. They get some crazy characters that they don't use in the comics anymore. Yeah, much much like the Batman animated series, they added
0: a lot of stuff to the Superman mythos that's still being used today. Well,
1: yeah, they they dig deep too. Yeah, I I remember. Oh man, this this little. I remember my grandma had these Superman uh, cartoons. They were the old ones, like the real old ones. Yeah. Um, like where Superman, like where Superman's cape was a lot more involved in stuff. Like it was bulletproof, essentially. Yeah. There was a I, point I where, that. yeah, where his cape was more it was also super powered. Like now they didn't, they never addressed that now, but before they totally did. Yeah, and they they really went a lot in depth to.
0: Some of the some like the fourth world characters like the new gods and, and dark side oh, yeah. and all of that and uh, yeah yeah and, and you know a lot of people when they when they look at Jack Kirby's legacy they don't they don't really look at those characters so much but that was a really cool entire mythos that he set up in the DC
1: universe yeah it wasn't just a Marvel guy yeah and I mean there's a lot of yeah there was a lot of like. I remember a lot of like Superman villains that I was like, "That's a scary, like, that is a scary villain, like that. Sh- that is a terrifying." And it's not like Superman doesn't always have to fall, fight overpowered people. Sometimes like normalish people with the right power yeah. sets bring his day. Yeah, and like he has to like figure out how to overcome that. So he's not just all well, like that's like the very you know definition of uh, Lex Luthor. Like- yeah. Well, they they, ha- they have a lot of guys that are not not equivalent, but they have a similar thing where, like, oh, no, I I built this thing to fight you. Yeah. And it's going to hurt you real bad. And, you know, so it's not just... He's not just Ron. Like, he does have other talents. Yeah. And there's also characters... He, do, he does have to occasionally outsmart people, not just yeah. overpower them. Well, and it, like, in some of them, like, the, he's not stronger than the other person. Like, he has to figure out... Okay, oh, this guy is stronger than me. I got to figure out how to beat him. Yeah, like we're gonna hit him hard, but I got to figure out how to hit him hard correct? Or you, or you have Mixi's Pitlick, who cannot even be harmed by
0: normal means whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, and you, you have to trick him into saying his name backwards. Which I mean, I I could barely say it forwards. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. I had to practice. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> nice. I, I didn't know how to say it when I read it first the first time I, was the first time I saw it I read it I yeah I was just it. like did someone just like vomit onto the typewriter yeah, <laughs> I was like I don't know how to say that and I think that's the point yeah <laughs> yeah i I used to know where they
0: came up with that name and I forgot but it was it's interesting um they smack a keyboard a bunch. yeah <laughs> Yeah, they just—they just had—they had a chimpanzee come in and just keyboard slap pound the keyboard. <laughs> keyboard slap. <laughs> uh, so, I guess that's more of a gorilla than a chimpanzee, but I don't feel like screaming right now, so people might call the cops. That's <laughs>
1: I've told my neighbors about you guys. It's okay. <laughs> okay. But actually, I did tell. I don't. You. I don't. <laughs> should I be
0: offended by that?
1: <laughs> no. I did tell the downstairs neighbor that we're recording, but we're not very loud, mm-hmm. so. I don't think we're being loud at all. We've been louder before. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. We've been very loud
1: before. I remember I used to, I used to when we recorded it here, I used to have a sound meter on my phone just so that I could be like, "It yeah, we're still good. We're like, yeah, yeah just a touchdown, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you get a room full of people, like, sometimes...
2: It, especially when you have a Jake and a Jonathan in the same room at the same time
1: oh yeah
0: like, and one of them <laughs> has any opinion ever
2: <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs>
1: a lot of um actually is going on yeah um, but I remember like yeah I remember the like loud, the, like, loud shouting matches. just like it's like 11 guys we should not yeah. not maybe <laughs> oh right so anyways do we have okay yeah uh, sorry. No, last story. Um, another one's just uh, a super rumor, because uh, seemingly confirmed is not confirmed.
2: No. Oh, yeah, there's just more Mara Jade rumors coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. For,
1: you know, live-action Star Wars I, debuts. Yeah. And it seems like it'd be really cool.
2: <laughs> and there's but, still people running with the rumor that Brie Larson is going to be Mara Jade. And I... I don't know. I think the rumors about um, uh, what's her name Karen Gillen being Mar Jade or whole poor water
1: yeah and it seems like she'd do better as a character yeah cause I uh, I mean the, would, would they
0: would they really have her doing both Star Wars and Captain Marvel they yeah, could
2: they could but uh,
1: I mean I, I but I've heard there like I've heard the rumors that like she's rough, like Marvel's having a hard time working with her so.
2: Uh, and don't
1: I, have a, I could see okay, that
2: Don't have a blonde play a redhead Find a uh, red, and, redhead actress Like Karen Gillan or somebody yes, To well, play
1: a redhead Go figure It's not like they don't exist Yeah
2: I'd have a hard time finding one with a, with a soul But you know Alright moving on So we should do our uh, comics <laughs> list <laughs> <Seriously, laughs> week. <which laughs> brought to you
1: by Best Slope Coffee yeah, it is brought to you by Best Love Coffee. Uh, if you like coffee, enjoy. I do. Uh, I do. I would highly suggest checking out Best Love Coffee. They are our friends, but also we talk about them in a business sense because they do sponsor really us. really
2: like their coffee.
1: Yeah. <laughs> every once in a while we get free coffee for this. Uh, <laughs> not very often, but every once in a while. It's happened before. Every twice. once in a while. Seven twice. but that's okay because we love their coffee, we love their shop, and we do a lot of partnership stuff with them. So, Best Slope Coffee—if you want to check them out, bestlovecoffee.co or check them out on Facebook. I believe they also have an Instagram. Yes, um, they do. You can also check out their website. They have a subscription service. If you don't live in the uh, western slope of Colorado, you can go to their subscription service and check that out. They do do shipping. Uh, yes, they do. They do do shipping. Cool. They do do do.
2: All right. So we got our comics list. I will start right. with Dark Horse Comics coming out. Oh, I see. came out this week. What?
1: So, oh, I think so. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I'm being sarcastic. I'm sorry. Oh, I stop talking. <laughs>
2: Avatar. The next shadow trade paperback, Black Hammer Visions, number seven of eight. Crimson Flower trade paperback, Critical Role Vox Machina Origins, three, number three of six. EC Archives, uh, what's MD?
1: Good question.
2: Or is that part of the title? I am MD sorry. MD is part of, the,
1: that, part of the title. It is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of sorry for acronyms. fans of what this is because I've never heard of it, so I don't know. Easy Archives MD that I, they I have thought. the hardcover thing afterwards too. I don't. Yeah, know it's a hardcover.
2: On. Okay, whatever. Uh, Kabuki Omnibus Volume Four Trade Paperback Killer Queens Number One of Four Rangers of the Divide Number Four of Four Savage Hearts <laughs> Number Two of Five Tales from Harrow County Fair Folk Number Two of Four Untold Horror Hardcover and what's Michael Fat Cat collection volume two trade paperback? What is Michael Fat Cat? No,
1: that's an excellent, excellent question. Apparently, they did it, they did that um, title long. It's supposed to be MD, the EC Archives. It's oh, about doctors. oh okay.
2: interesting. Okay,
1: they just have it. It's, they have Which, okay, because I look. I just looked.
2: I the was picture. gonna say that I'm not, I don't understand what the. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't? Uh, if it MD Archives makes sense. Yeah. Because I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking that it sounded MD. like a degree, but I was like,
0: Dr. Archives, MD, does not sound like a character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that, what you said makes a lot more sense. Yeah. What
2: do we have for coming out for DC?
0: Comics uh, for DC, this week? we've got Batman Catwoman number six of twelve, Batman Secret Files Clown Hunter number one, Catwoman number thirty-four, uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal number one of seven, which is a soundtrack special edition, uh, then a uh, Flash number seven seventy-three, uh, Gotham City Monsters trade paperback, Legends of the Dark Knight number four. And Variants, uh, Nice House on the Lake, number 2 of 12, Second Printing, Nightmare, number 83, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, number 111, Shazam, number 2 of 4, Starman Compendium, Volume 1, Trade Paperback, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, number 3, Superman and the Authority, number 2 of 4, Superman Red and Blue, number 6 of 6, Sweet Tooth and... Oh, sorry, Sweet Tooth, The Return, trade paperback Truth and Justice Number 707 And that is all for DC, kind of a short list for them I
1: didn't know Sweet Tooth was a DC comic
0: <laughs> Um, not uh, n- Not Twisted mels Sweet Tooth
1: No, the little kid, no, Sweet yeah. Tooth, the yeah, Little deer-headed kid Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's, that's DC Yep. Yeah. I somehow missed that when I watched the show That's crazy I did. I well, found that
2: out right before we started watching it And I, I we haven't finished it yet it's very good some watching with animals it's wholesome it, it is very good
1: um, what well, we have ne- next, next from Image, Image Comics yeah. we have Ascender number 18 Compass number 3 Department of Truth number 1 Home number 5 Home Sick Pilots number 8 Jupiter's Legacy Requiem number 3 as uh, 12 Lazarus Risen, number 6. Uh, Man-Eaters, the Curse, number 2. Noctara, number 6. Uh, Radiant Black, number 5. That is reprint. And Radiant Black, number 7. Second Chances, number 1. Time Before Time, number 4. Two Moons, of volume 1. Uh, two Moons, volume 1. The Iron Noose trade paperback. Sorry, I have to make sure I was reading a description walking dead deluxe number 21 and that is what it's coming out from and also radiant black volume one trade
2: paper can I get I did that missed. oh I said seven and I didn't do the volume yeah Oopsie. and would you like to scroll back up to IDW and read that one as well I probably would I, I got IDW you okay.
0: sure yep we got uh, Bermuda <laughs> number two so we, we got Bermuda number two of four and a bunch of variants uh, <laughs> Sorry, I,
1: felt so, I felt so confident <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we, we've also got Godzilla Monsters I and Protectors number five of five uh, Star Wars Adventures volume two number eight uh, variants uh, Star Wars The High Republic Adventures number seven that's IDW all
2: right for Marvel Comics this week we've got Black Cat number nine a handful of variants Gamma Flight number three of five Guardians of the Galaxy number seventeen Heroes Reborn, America's Mightiest Heroes trade paperback. Iron Man number 11. King the Conqueror number 1. And there are several. Wow, there are a lot of variants. variants.
1: There's a lot of variants for that one. Um, Um,
2: Marauders number 23. Marauders by Jerry Duggan, volume 3 trade paperback. Marvel's number 4. Marvel vs. Doctor Strange trade paperback. Mighty Marvel Masterworks, the X Men volume 1. The strangest superheroes of all trade paperback. That is a long title. Yes, it is. And that's a Jack Kirby direct market cover. Is one of them, and a couple, and one other. They have like a couple variants for that. Yeah, book cool. market cover. Okay, yeah, the direct market cover is by Jack Kirby. The market cover is Michael Cho. Um, Miles Morales Super. it's okay Matt's rubbing off on me here I know Miles Morales Spider-Man Annual Number 1 Moon Knight Number 2 Reign of X Volume 3 Trade Paperback Sinister War 3 of 4 Spider-Woman Number 14 Star Wars Number 16 Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters Number 3 of 5 there are a few variants for that one too Warhammer 40,000, Sisters of Battle, number one. I didn't know Warhammer was at, Mar- at Marvel. Yeah, that's, Warhammer now. that's news to me, too. That's cool, though. That must have just happened recently, I think. But anyway, I that's so. the number 105. Um, Way of X, number five. X-Core, number four. X-Men, The Trial of Magneto, number 105, with a lot of variants. And that's it for Marvel...
1: All right, coming up from Titan Comics, and maybe I can redeem myself. Blade Runner Origins, number five. Well, wow, there's more than two. Titles I know. Here. Elric, the Dreaming City, number one. Extraordinary, number three. And uh, Monday, Monday, Rivers of London, number two. And up Are you ready for this? We also have Blade Runner Origins trade paperback. What? Where? No! No! Darn it! <laughs> you were so close.
2: I was so close! <laughs> <laughs> oh I uh, said
0: you nothing. had to do it to him, Steve. I should have said
2: nothing! That's your weekly new comics <laughs> that came out this week. We're gonna go to break. <laughs> Matt needs to reboot.
1: Maybe we gonna get my hook-up phonics.
2: <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Main topic time. Yeah. Where we discuss nerdy things. And what is our main topic this week, Matt?
1: So, I was talking with Dave a little bit yesterday, and I thought this might be a good topic for us to talk about. This one I've been kind of, like, hearing a lot about, too. Um, Basically, what makes a good fictional world? Like, what makes a good setting? Or something? Yeah. So, we were talking about it in D&D terms, but I think this calls also expand to, like, comic books and movies TV shows, games. Yeah. I'm down. So, what do you think is an essential thing that needs to happen for a world? For a world building? What's the one detail? If you had to pick for okay. it. We we'll talk about more, but... Okay, so,
2: it, the, the world should make sense within the rules of said world. Right. Does yeah. that make sense? Which yes, yeah. it could be well, the cra- craziest off-the-wall weirdness, but I think the best way to have that is if, it, if the world has rules that it follows, even, though, even if the rules are just weird and out there. If it sticks to those rules, Yeah. It, oh, no, to me, anyway, that... That does help. I think that's... Uh, it I'll, it appeals to me, I guess, better you. than just better than just these worlds where like some will happen in a story, and the explanation behind it is oh magic. So, well, but still, yeah, or, it didn't make any sense. I was weird and dumb, or aliens. or aliens. <laughs> aliens. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I'll tell you that I, I I tell you about like kind of part of what sparked this, and kind of part of what like. Uh, a conversation I heard over people like were doing uh, they were doing an interview, and they were talking about I can't remember what podcast it was, but they were talking about um, how like Harry Potter's world is logistically terrible, like. But <laughs> the story is like the story of the world. The world's still really good. Yeah. Cause, like so. Like the example was, if you can teleport anywhere at any time, why oh why? Would you send mail by the world's slowest bird?
2: <laughs>
1: True, but like sometimes True. the like you know there's inherently problems, but
2: yeah, stuff like that.
1: There's inherently problems, but the Harry Potter world and, is and set up and well and it obeys its
0: own rules. And, and why why make the students ride to school in a tr- on, on a train where they for, for first of all they have to board a platform in the middle of a muggle train station. Right. And then the train could be easily hijacked at any point on the way there when they have the, the freaking flu networks, they, whatever yeah. they call those. Or they could just, uh, yeah, that Ministry and they of Magic courses. uses.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, and, 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 like, oh, you know, like, uh, why doesn't Hogwarts or any of the other schools yeah. throughout the world also, have the same kind of system? Yeah.
1: Also, why is the entire world governed by the, the rules of, like,
2: one school? <laughs> like, it's a well, nice school, but... It's not one school. I mean, there are multiple yeah, schools throughout I know, the world, but... but
1: yeah, it seems I like, the it seems like Hogwarts saying. really runs the world, but, like I said, it's still a good world, like, it's still really interesting, even with its yeah. flaws. Yeah, de- See, that's, definitely, that's a, it's it's like a style over substance sort of. Yeah, approach. that's a
2: case of the story is so well written that you, you can don't overlook really some of the yeah,
0: exactly.
2: inconsistencies of the world building. Yeah,
0: and and it's it's definitely like it's mostly contained to you know the the smaller scope of the school. At least until you get, start getting into the later books, where the conflicts kind of erupt out into the wizarding world as a whole.
1: But. Yeah, that's true. I think yeah. that's true. Well, I'm thinking of like because like I have a somewhere I got from Loot Crate. I have a Ghostbusters lore book for different ghosts that don't appear in the movie. Mm-hmm. That like that like don't appear in any real media for them, or some of them do, but not most of I them don't. Them don't, don't. I mean,
2: how much so, of the real Ghostbusters have you watched? Because uh, I watched, oh, when I was a kid, most of that. I'd and were, they introduced a
1: ton of ghosts. But the, Well, the fact that they have that built in, though, the fact that, like, that is built into the world, uh-huh. that's great. And what, was, yeah. was that from the, that's the animated show that you're talking yeah. about? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because yeah.
2: there was one just called the Ghostbusters or something before that, and it was, like... Not I, I. don't even know if it was official. Like it was just somebody ran with it and it didn't stick to anything, and it was overall just terrible. So they made the real. That's why it's titled yeah. the real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters was the one that was originally on like the WB back in the day,
0: wasn't mm-hmm. yeah, it?
2: Yeah, I mean before the WB was WB. It was just yeah uh, Warner Brothers. Whatever. Yeah. The local
0: station the local for each station. local
2: station. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for us, it was Denver's
1: two before <laughs> oh, it became okay. the WB. That's fine. Uh, I'm thinking of. Uh, I remember watching one of them. I think it was the real Ghostbusters. I have a vivid memory of watching it overseas. It sounds weird in Turkish, by the way. <laughs> I only understood about five percent of the words. And I don't speak Turkish anymore, so I probably understand zero percent of words now. But like, I remember watching oh, this. Like, this kid wanted this kid wanted to watch it. And he's like, "This is American television, right? You want to watch this?" I'm like,
2: "Sure."
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. It was a good show.
0: It was what it was. Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of it. I, I don't really remember a whole lot, but I, I, I liked, I liked when they when they fought the ghosts and, and trapped them. Anyway, we're distracting yeah. a little bit. Here. No, I'm
1: just thinking, yeah. well, the the point well, is I like half a book, and it has, like, the lore of the... Mm-hmm. I think, for me, I like lore. I love lore. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I like, lore
0: is a very, very important part what, of any world.
1: I like lore that you might not run into, like, with Skyrim, where they have, like, all the books. Like, they have books with lore in them that you may never read. Nobody might, see, you know, it, this may never see the light of day. It may never occur in your game. There's some stuff where it like, has a chance to happen, but doesn't always happen. With well, just the sheer amount of books in
2: Skyrim yeah. that will read.
1: Yeah. And yeah, the fact that they're, some of them are like full stories. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sorry,
0: another small sidetrack. Um, That's good. So, uh, uh, Polygon did, did a video uh, where. Um, uh, it was uh, Brian David Gilbert uh, he, he read every single book In Skyrim uh, the, the video was called like I read every single book in Skyrim So you don't have to Or something like that Ooh and he, he, he like gave like his top five reading recommendations for books with this right. really funny video I would recommend watching I'll have to check that out it was, that. very, cool it was very entertaining was a, lot, a lot of the books were not good to read at
1: all well some of them yeah some of them were just he like had nothing. a bad time but some of them were pretty cool well and I'm sure that like after a while it gets a little samey because they're not meant to be like yeah they're not meant to be read sequentially they're meant to be read like quickly as you're playing and you're like yeah. looking through and you're like what is that mm-hmm. yeah but it's funny because there's like series, is too, series books in the game yeah and sometimes you can't find the book that you need to read to finish whatever you're reading and it's super frustrating <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and then yeah like in, in Skyrim you can like collect the whole set and then put it on a little uh, bookshelf in your in your house yeah and white run or, or uh, Snowfell.
1: Yeah, I don't I think they had a fairly similar thing in Oblivion, where they had books as well. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: they were all unique. I don't know if they've done a Billy. I think those are the only Elder Scrolls games I've actually played. To be fair, yeah. um, I'm sure the other ones had it too. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But that, like, so that with that, like, it almost is too much floor. That's almost like, oh, there's so much going on here. There's almost too much and then like a, le- a less obvious example so like if if the world that
0: you are setting your story in is in our world and you know just the regular world like you you need some kind of cool like fictional story app if you if you're trying to make a you know a fictional uh, yeah. story you yeah you, you need like some kind of like you know, differing event that you know separates you know your version of the world from the, the actual yeah. real world and your fake world from reality. And so, yeah, it's, it's not just something that's important in you know sci-fi fantasy, but like in,
1: yeah, yeah. To talk about another Bethesda game, like that's Fallout. Fallout did that great. perfectly, where yeah. that was like great, yeah, great example. Yeah, nuclear power took over, so mm-hmm. and that's why like nuclear power took over, and that's when history essentially stopped yeah like that's when they stopped really like making new history and then it became pop history
0: yeah and that's why there's there's like such a like a you know like a 20s
2: aesthetic to to everything 50s oh, yeah well yeah. well yeah but which only exists in the Bethesda games that yeah. was some Bethesda got wrong with the franchise but that's neither here nor there there is
0: yeah, <laughs>
2: stuff, but yeah yeah, to, to be fair
0: the earliest Fallout game I have played is 3 I, I haven't played anything before that but I, I I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about how much better the first two Fallout games are than any of the modern ones but yeah I hear uh, the story I, is better
1: I hear the story works <laughs> out better but, but I mean that's a, you know that's a difference too like where you have content versus lore I guess yeah that's what I'll call it
0: content <laughs> kind of story but yeah like, yeah like the the history of, of the events leading up to the great war and fallout is, is really interesting well yeah
2: i mean fallout, especially
0: how they add like a new side to it each game
2: Yeah, the fallout world is a, a is a really good example of doing both lore and content well cuz it's yeah. hugely steeped in lore and has lots of good story content as you play through the games
1: well there's like within Fallout Fallout's kind of cool because within Fallout there's like there's also like there's still certain sentiments going on that aren't we don't have we don't really hold as much today so like a a direct fear of communism like a very like oh yeah like this very almost an 80s feel with that like like communism in the 80s like where you're terrified of it well, yeah,
2: because, I mean, World War III was between, basically between America and communist China. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a very real
1: In the, reason if, within that Yeah, was a Well, I just remember, like, I think there was a... I think there was a couple different radio dramas where it's just like, my neighbor's a communist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the,
0: the radio shows were the so... The radio cool. dramas, oh, gosh and uh what was the superhero one like the 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 phantom or whatever yeah
1: the phantom stranger i love love, the
0: phantom stranger yeah
1: Yeah. i love that stuff oh no they that's really cool because like you find out that some of these people were like people like they had they had a similar thing in marvel where like in marvel comics or i don't know if they still do this now but like in marvel comics Captain America wrote Marvel Comics for the Marvel Comics universe. So basically, it was just him writing down what happened. Uh, in the same way, like, in Fallout, there were... These superhero people were there, because you can find, like, evidence of them in some of the games. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the, the mistress lady was. There was a there was one you can get in, the, in Fallout 76 where you have to, like... You find this oh, lady secret, yeah. this secret bunker where this lady was basically running like superhero. Like, she was a superhero, and then she was like running people out of there that were the same as yeah. the same superhero name or whatever. Was it the one that was like underneath that mansion? Yeah, I can't remember the name. Yeah, right I'm, I'm pretty sure I did that quest. I did that quest. I got through that because they got a cool got a cool weapon for it. So yeah. <laughs> also, it's kind of a fun story to follow it was yeah but it was really funny because like to get to one of the areas you have to wear a dress and, and a specific dress and so that like lived in my inventory uh just so I could open that stupid door yeah <laughs> and I remember being like why well, don't this throw open oh right I gotta change on my dress real quick hold up let me pull up all this armor throw on that dress <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
2: Alright, so let's get back on
1: topic a little yeah. bit more. Okay? So what it makes a good, basically, fictional some, world. Of the, some of this doesn't make a good fictional world but a lot of lore. I think it's, all, there's also like figuring out how stuff kind of happens, like how, because um, like, they was talking about his world, and like, he was talking about how, like, he had to figure out how resources happened, like how, re- where resources came from, and where they're stored, and who has them, who has control over them, so it, like the the power dynamics sort basically of. basically some of the power dynamics and and the, like and the diplomacy and and where the resources are like in this world like are they you know are it's the Funtiful is it everywhere is it in one spot Do, like if, it, if it's in one spot who who owns it who controls it? Yeah.
0: yeah that is very important
1: and like it's I think it's important to like have that kind of thing where you think of like, where, where did this civilization come from? What built this civilization? What did they use to build it, or to build it? Um, like you know, is there no forests now because they built this giant city out of wood? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, because David was talking about like how the city is super big, so we had to think about where. Like he's like, okay, so they don't just do forest trees every day. They have and they have magic, so. They have, like, wizards that basically enchant stuff to be eternally on fire. Oh, interesting. Like, so so spells being used for, like, utility purposes, mm-hmm. but, like, long-term utility purposes.
0: Yeah.
1: So, like, you know, the furnace in your house has to stay lit 24-7 so that you can actually keep your house warm. Stuff like that. Yeah. Alright, had to figure out, like, okay, so people are going to transverse this, so they had to make spell circles, they're going to have to make spell circles to transport themselves, because that's the only way they can get all this stuff into the city.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, lot, a lot of tiny, minute details that you have to think about when you're when you're yeah. crafting something
1: like that. Yeah, and I, I know they have that a lot with, like, I mean, they have that a lot in, like, Marvel. Marvel's big on that, but... They have a lot of like weird tiny details, and you're like, "Oh, okay." Like where they go, like, "Oh, uh, Taskmaster is the Taskmaster trains all the uh, underlings for bad guys." Yeah, that's why. Like,
0: like Taskmaster's entire inception was basically as a world building device, which is yeah. so hilariously interesting to me.
1: Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I think it really is. Think, like, did, did we ever talk about
0: the Black Widow movie on this podcast? Yeah. Yes. I think I missed that episode. We yes. were doing the review. Yes. We did it during.
1: We reviewed yeah. right after we watched it. But yeah, uh, yeah. And I think it's. I, I, think I really did not like what they did with Taskmaster in the movie. We didn't. But either. I won't get further oh. off topic. We didn't. Li- we we. I didn't either. At least. I do and don't. But anyway. I thought they did it cool, but also, yeah, they kind of messed it up because. Taskmaster should be really like, should be the guy that runs basically, he's making armies for people. He's this like trainer, yeah. Where it's not, I like, just I, I don't
0: like that they took the personality away because he, he definitely has a, a pretty pretty definitive personality, yeah. That's uh, yeah, a, a big part of his charm, I think. Ooh. Well, was a big
1: change, but yeah. but yeah, yeah, what can you do? Well, and I like, I think I'm thinking of Marvel and DC where they definitely have this, my new like. This is how... But yeah, this it, is was, it was to answer happen. the
0: question, like, where do all these henchmen for all the supervillains come yeah, from? Yeah, exactly. It's
1: like, okay, Taskmaster, boom. Yeah. There it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, such a cool idea.
1: Or, uh, like, in in DC, they definitely have a thing of, like, okay, how does this galaxy stay from, like, exploding? Uh, like, how, how, come, how come there's all these guys out in space and there's bad guys out there and <laughs> space doesn't just erupt. Twenty four seven. Yeah. They're like oh, the Green Lantern. See, Green and Lanterns. Me. Yeah. Yep. There they are again. Yeah. There. Yeah. There they are
0: again. <laughs> Seriously, people. Yep. Read slash watch something Green Lantern re- related that doesn't have Ryan Reynolds in it. It's good. It's yeah. good stuff.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah, like like it's don't so good. Don't watch the movie even Ryan Reynolds hates that he, that he started. Like yeah, that's that is not any kind of representation
0: of Green Lantern at all.
1: Unfortunately, it's though. not good. Um, but yeah, there's. I think the many, the little details, the like, how does this thing get to here? Like, even if it's not ever explained in the show, the fact that it's there, the fact that you kind of know what it is, or the fact that the person who's building it knows what it is, that's pretty. Well, cool. yeah, yeah. There's there's a certain
0: there's a certain nuance to. Like, do you, do you explain something, or do you let it speak for itself, and let the the readers, viewers, uh, game players, you know, whatever, who are experiencing this, uh, you know, you can let them fill in the blanks, or you can do it for them. And there's definitely a nuance,
1: you know, as to whether you do that or not. Well, so, and, you know, a lot of my thoughts on this, so I'm playing D&D a lot, and I'm so I'm, I've been listening to a lot of videos and, like, lore for the Forgotten Realms. And there's some stuff where I'm like, wow, they really have a lot of stuff in here that, like, I'd never even heard of at all. Like, stuff that, like... where they have stuff decided for certain, like, races or certain, like, groups of people. They're like, oh, yeah, in their far history, they were running into these people and these people, and this is why this happened... Like anything that exists has a anything that exists officially has a basis like it has a, has a history so they explained like I'll give you an example they explained at a certain point there was a big war and there was a like they were preparing for a big war and so they mass manufactured magic items and that's why you find so many of the low level magic items because they were being mass produced makes sense <laughs> I thought that was kind of like oh, that's interesting that makes sense like that makes sense for this world I get that now
0: yeah yeah, well, yeah it it, it kind of reminds me of, like one thing that is very interesting like why in a lot of games do you find treasure chests in dungeons right with like man-made weapons in them that, that to me is right. something like I mean you know you never really think about it because it's like oh cool like the treasure chest awesome right. new weapon awesome or you know gold or whatever it is that you find in there like you don't necessarily think about it but I think that'd be yeah. cool if, if they actually well, offer yeah. an
1: explanation for that they, yeah, they explain more a lot of times with like oh this kind of monster doesn't care about treasure so you're not going to find any treasure with it but like this kind of monster they love you know they really like gems so you're going to find a lot of gems near them because they're going to kill people and take their gems, but yeah. they're not going to take this thing because they don't care about it. Like they're not taking the scrolls; they can't read. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So another, and, and you know,
0: obviously the the Batman guy is going to talk about Gotham City yeah. because Batman. But like, and it, you know, it's it's been repeated a lot, but for good reason that you know, Gotham City is just as much of a character in the Batman comics as Batman or Alfred or, oh, yeah. or Jim Gordon. Yeah, uh, Cause yeah, it, it, you know, as far as comic books go, like and, and comic book settings, like it, it has set the standard for like, you know, um, you know, have having a rich history, you know, having a lot of, you know, different factions that kind of, you know, give the city its own unique personality. You know, you've got the the Gotham police force, which you know all, always has some kind of corruption going on within, yeah. and then you know certain forces within are, are fighting that corruption, usually uh, fronted by Jim Gordon, and then you've got like the crime families. You know, you got the the Falcones and 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 uh, uh, and. Uh, you know, you got uh, Roman's group.
1: Um, but, yeah, you know, like, all, all the crime yeah. families. Well, yeah, and they got stuff set up, like, they, when they when they revealed the Court of Vowels were, like... Yeah, the Court of was, like, was, like, a whole other layer. They, we could, oh. they added a whole other layer of, like... Oh, yeah, these rich families have been part of this for years. It's, it's, it's basically
0: a, like the Gotham
1: Illuminati. It's yeah, hilarious. they made a uh, Gotham Illuminati that Batman didn't know about. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, dude, I, I loved that. I love that, too. I love that, too, because, like, Batman is a good detective. But, you know, he might not find something. He might not be looking for it. He just doesn't find it. Because he doesn't know it exists. Until he yeah. does.
0: Yeah. And then, and then they've you know they've done a lot of stories where they they go back in history to like the pioneers who founded Gotham City, and yeah, this is all the way back when like Jonah Hex was still alive. Oh so yeah, it's, it's like old west stuff. Yeah, and yeah, like, they they like, have done those. so much cool stuff with Gotham City. It's it's really like. Like it is just as as much of an essential part of Batman as as any of the of the caved characters or right. any of the villains. Like it, it's it's not Batman if 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 there is no Gotham.
1: Right. No, I I super. Setting is everything. Yeah, I think so. And then and then
0: kind of in the same way that, that you know, you can kinda characterize Gotham as like like if, if Gotham were a person it would probably be like, you know, this really seedy, like, uh, suspicious, like thug character, down you know, downtrodden, um, you know, roguish. And then you look at Metropolis, and it's, like, the well-to-do businessman with his briefcase and, and, and his suit.
1: It's all... Kind of snobby. In a way, or at least in my, uh, in my perception of it, in a way, it's, like, two different versions of New York. Like, if you, New York seen by different people. Yeah. So, like, New York's seen by people that hate New York, and New York's seen by people who just showed up and love it. So, or another way to phrase that: New York seen by New Yorkers versus New York
0: seen by, by tourists. tourists.
1: <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, like, yeah, and there's a lot of that feeling of like, yeah, this is the city's messed up, but it's ours. Yeah, you know, the people that live in it; it's their city. Like, they're not leaving. They're just—they're not, not intending on leaving anytime soon. And, and also
0: I when I when I imagine metropolis as as a person I like to think that they're
1: always eating avocado toast. yeah well it's really <laughs> funny because like the even the different like it might just be artistic choices but a lot of times like metropolis is like smooth and like rounded corner buildings and Gotham's like sharp corners but uh, it's more intense yeah very very like uh, gothic architecture yeah. yeah gothic architecture where like <laughs> you don't say but well, yeah. like, much, well yeah. like metropolis a lot of times looks like something out of uh, like a 60s or 70s sci-fi story where they have a lot like where they go this is what the future is going to look like yeah and
2: gothic used to a lot yeah
1: I'm just thinking of like a lot of like depictions of, of metropolis are, are, of are usually future. very very pristine yeah, pristine. Like I said, rounded corner is really high, high tech. High tech, yeah. And and got, you know Gotham to some extent
0: too, but it's it's uh, but it's it's got its fair share of rundown areas as well. a, yeah. lot, a lot of poverty. That's uh, interesting. Lot,
1: lot, yeah, a lot, lot of gang violence. Because like, I think like I think those two stand out the most. Because other other cities are there, but they seem they're just kind of a generic city, yeah. Like most of the time, except for Atlantis, of course. That's yeah, so that's a Atlantis. Case. Yeah, Atlantis is a special case because like it's underwater. Atlantis is awesome, and it
0: it's got its own really cool lore that, that yeah people again you know the DC people, lore. people be sleeping on Aquaman. Aquaman's yeah. got some cool lore. Like at the ancient civilization of Atlantis was really cool. Like it, you know, it used to be above water. They were, they had technology that was centuries advanced ahead of any other civilization on Earth. Which you know, at that point in time, like they didn't even have like indoor plumbing, and like yeah, like they were ahead of their time. And then the technology got too, you know, they let it get out of hand, and it. Um like some reactor blew up or something I don't remember exactly how it happened, but the it caused the whole thing to sink underwater and that's why it's underwater now. But Right. And then like how the people gradually evolved to survive underwater. And like that whole and in- change and adaptation in their civilization is so cool. Yeah. No. And, but people look at Aquaman and be like, Ah, it's the guy that talks to fish. Yeah, uh... Like Like, makes me angry. (laughs) The thing is that, like, I mean,
1: the thing is most like to be fair. I mean, it's also the guy that can talk to freaking sharks. To be fair, that's so so cool. That's all I did in Super Friends, but yeah, that that is a big part of it. I think that's where a lot of people like get their idea from. Like, well, I'm
2: driving around in a pickup with a fish tank in the back, basically. That's yeah. I mean, Um, there there were
1: there.
2: There were times when Aquaman was like the laughing stock because he was being poorly written.
1: Yeah, I think that's up to the writing. And I think that Yeah. That's like not using the world that you have. Yeah, that's yeah. using
2: the world poorly.
1: Yeah, that's using the world poorly because yeah. like there should be a lot of cool stuff that Aquaman's dealt with and like he probably like grew up with for a long part of a big portion of his life. Not the whole time, but big portion.
2: Yeah. So yeah, another important important world to make a fictional world good. um, It's good characters. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you don't have good characters,
1: why care about the story? Well, that's a great point. So for this, I think of two different two different like stories within the same world for like Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones, the world by itself, the world without the characters, extremely boring. It's just so like with the characters, still extremely. Boring. Well, like so, well, <laughs> some, well, some of their stories are really cool, but some of the stories are extremely boring because the characters don't do anything, or or like, they they just do edgy things to be edgy. edgy? Yeah, like, no, there's some
2: Martin's just a, well, there's perverted some perverted edge
1: lord. That's all he is. Well, there's some of the characters that are like bad, cool like stuff going on but then right after that they're like and there's these guys and we've been following them for five chapters on this horse ride and they're dead now.
2: <laughs> because I'm gonna make dark fantasy kill everybody cause that's dark fantasy rape everybody cause that's dark fantasy that's all I care about. Yeah. You've made a stupid yeah. story.
1: Well the thing is there's kernels <laughs> with,
2: with kernels of good story thrown in there every now and then. It's, yeah. like,
1: uh, it's like, it's uh, <laughs> like Lucky Charms cereal, where most of the Lucky Charms cereal is those weird little hard pieces that don't taste good. But yeah. then sometimes there's the marshmallows. And so here's, here's two contrasting
2: uh, fictional stories okay. for, that are both dark fantasy. One does it poorly, and one does it really well. George R. R. Martin... Song of Ice and Fire, dark fantasy, very poorly done. Because, like I said, it's like he's just—he tries way too hard, and it's just—I'm just, just going to yeah, throw the, shock the, factor into it, and that's dark fantasy. The, that's, the more you lean into one direction,
0: the less it means.
2: Yeah, and then on the other side of that, you have Steven Erickson's The Malazan Empire or the Malazan Book of the Fallen, very dark fantasy very bad things happen to people but it's written so well and he doesn't just do things to do things that's true you gotta have reasons for everything yeah and he probably finishes books (laughs) that too yes (laughs) yes and he finishes books shots fired (laughs) See that's that's awesome don't don't throw your throw stuff into your world or events into your world without having a good reason for that happening if you're throwing stuff in there just for shock factor, you're a trash writer or director or whatever it is. Like that's, yeah, that's like you're you're you're, you're essentially making a a jackass book. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess we're kind of going into examples of what makes a bad world, which I think is pretty relevant to the discussion as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. So let's, let's go back to the Green Lantern movie while we're at it. <laughs> um, the world that they decided to use for the Green Lantern movie, it's basically just limited to Earth and mostly, mostly Hal's hometown and uh like yeah you know he, he, he trains in space with the lanterns and stuff and they they kind of sort of explain where parallax comes from but it's it's very it's very grounded and the scope is way too narrow and uh you know green lantern it's, it's all about the space exploration yeah, and it's, it's all about discovering new worlds and you know and the and the the uh you know, forming relationships between you know the different planets, policing them, all these you know interesting uh, diplomacy and politics,
1: as well as epic space battles. Well, that that falls into the same category as like you remember that it was from like I was from the eighties, like the He-Man movie from the eighties. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, here's this cool character that's a cosmic, you know, the cosmic entities. He's on Earth. <laughs> yeah, they... they, they, they let's they put it plucked him, They plucked him right out of his world and
0: Throw didn't, him. didn't take any of the stuff that makes He-Man cool with him.
1: Yeah. And just like, oh, well, there's just this t- muscly dude. It's like, no, he's not just the muscly dude. That's not why It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like, now, you know,
0: it do- doesn't matter how awesome the character is. Like, let's let's say, for example, that you take Batman and take him out of Gotham City and put him in, you know, just picking at random here. Oh, I don't know, Fortnite. <laughs> that so that was I random, <laughs> com- yeah, completely random. I, I just pulled that out of nowhere. That's not a thing, no. But I I will say I have, I've actually heard good things about the comic. I I I have yet to read them, uh, but I Steve did have them in my pile last time I went, so I was like, yeah, yeah. what the heck, I'll give it a try. Nice. Well, I have not read them yet, but
1: uh, yeah, well, that, that is very interesting to me. The thing is that 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 one was a weird crossover with other crossovers, too. Like, I'm pretty sure he fights Snake Eyes in that book. In the third book. Oh, did he? I think he fights I, actual oh, Snake hilarious. Eyes, like G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. Oh, crap. Well, now I have to read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: Well, I, I, I think that, like, I think there's the opposite in the, like, for uh, the Venom movie. So I think the Venom movie, with the Venom movie, the big problem, it's, it's big problem is it's not in the Marvel Universe. So... It's basically plucking Venom out and putting him by himself in the regular world.
2: So yeah.
1: That's kind of a odd choice. I'd say that's my... Yeah, I, I, will, I will definitely
0: say, like, the only truly memorable parts of the Venom movie were, were Eddie Brock and, and Venom themselves, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was their interaction with a couple of people, but, like...
0: I, I did the not, world
1: itself didn't matter. Yeah, like, I, I did not find
0: most of the side characters like it could, or even the villains really that particularly interesting.
1: So like, As, and not I, and not the city really either. Yeah, I thought the city could have been any city. Like it really yeah, could. Have it been, really could. It could have literally been any city in the world. It's like, except for New York, because then we're going to be asking where all the Marvel heroes are. Like where the heck where, where's Spider Man? Where's where's the Wakanda embassy? Where's <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, I guess
0: I guess while we're already uh, you know dunking on Green Lantern, might as well dunk a little bit on on Man of Steel too. But oh it yeah, al- it well, also it also matters how we you can, hit that. how you treat your world. Yeah, because yeah. that 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 was one of the biggest problems with Man of Steel was was that how how much destruction they caused to Metropolis at the end of the movie. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, well, that's why well, like, that it's, that is like. There that needs to be serious a reason ending. and
0: consequences to that. Yeah, yeah there, there needs be... to be
2: a reason for wanton destruction, when, especially yeah. when it's a fight between two people. Yeah. Well, especially when it's, and one of them is Superman. One of them is Superman. Because he this should have been able to get that fight somewhere else because it wasn't about the city. Yeah. It was yeah. about Zod and Superman fighting each other. Yeah, well the thing could have picked a better place where that wouldn't
1: have happened. And he ended There's a lot of reason why he does that. Like he does that in a lot of comics where he's like, Okay, I'm moving this you know, I'm moving this fight. I'm leaving this fight's following me, I'm I'm not gonna be here.
2: So obviously the bad guys don't care, but if your hero also doesn't care, then why is the audience care? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that that right there was a major breaking of that whole story which Batman vs. Superman kind of corrected a little bit because they showed some of the consequences of that happening in the sight of normal people but it was still I give them props for going back and doing hey let's do this because a lot of people hated that other movie for this very reason but but what
1: it should have been is the end should have been happy Superman should have been horrified at the end yeah he should have been horrified at what happened yeah, and he wasn't. I agree. Like, he really wasn't. But he should have been like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, look at all these. Like, look at this. At what co- I won, but at what it cost." Yeah, because at least that that might have even like fixed the movie a little bit.
2: It, it would have made the next yeah. snap
1: thing make more sense. Like, oh, I gotta kill this guy. Well, yeah, like, I can't. I that can't. Too, do, I would've... can't do what I usually do. Yeah. It would make but, yeah. it,
2: it would make Superman's one thing he doesn't do make more sense in yeah. that respect. But yeah, that was the other thing. It's like okay,
0: but I I, I still think even if even if they had, had you know uh, kind of made the consequences a little bit more realistic and then the reactions a little bit more realistic, I I still think it would have been ultimately flawed because it's you know, it, you you just you just don't do that kind of like like ultra dark stuff with Superman. No, that's not like what unless you're, is. unless you're making him a villain. Like that that works okay because yeah. it's it's like a different version of Superman, yeah. but yeah, you you take the optimism out of Superman, it's not Superman anymore.
1: Yeah, you're right. And that I uh,
0: But yeah, then and then contrast that with with another movie that that Zack Snyder has adapted uh, the, you know, The Watchmen. The, you know the city also gets really messed up in in, in that one at, at least in the comics i have not watched the movie yeah, um, it gets a little messed up in the movie but yeah like when when that happens like that's that's the whole point because you you have this you know it was it, you know it was, it was it was done you know right around the time when like all the cold war stuff was you well, know, happening and And you know there was all of this fear of like a a world war breaking out, and so you know um, there's this inciting conflict, and a lot of people die. Right. And in the aftermath of that, it unites the people. Well, and and realize that they have bigger conflicts than you know their their differences.
1: Well, and in that world, in that story, that you're definitely trying to show the flaws of having superheroes around yeah exactly. and the flaws of superheroes that wouldn't make a lot of sense in that world to see destruction
0: yeah exactly
1: um and like the like it was interesting when they did like for that one it was interesting that they like they considered that like the Rorschach character wouldn't do like if he goes to prison like he goes to prison and that's bad for him yeah like that's real bad for him like because he put some of these people down, and they probably got wrongly accused. You know, they probably didn't really get a good trial because they got beat up by a superhero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, like, yeah.
0: The thing with the Watchmen, like, it's it's really more of like a like like the the characters themselves are are like caricatures. Of all of these different systemic issues with society and, and philosophies, and it's it's really it's really more about that than like the comic book superheroics and, and all and all that. Um, and and you know, Alan, Alan Moore wanted to make this you know like like sort of like dismal, you know, hi, hyperrealist. You know, version of like, what would what would it be like if there were superheroes in the real world? Definitely. And uh, and and so yeah, like the you know the gritty like you know world destruction kind of works for that setting a lot better than it does for you know Superman. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Really, really, it really matters. Like you know how how you leave your world in relation to the events of the story. Yeah. Is it you know should it be. Better better off because the events of the story should or should it be worse for right. where? Well
1: like if we go back to the Superman thing, it matters to the world because like it matters to how the world treats Superman. Because if Superman yeah. does this giant destruction, people wouldn't be clapping when he shows up, they'd be running in terror. Yeah. Because they're like, oh my god, he's here, that means bad stuff's about to happen here. I need to leave. Not like yeah. ooh, he's
0: so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 kind of weird that they would have the scenes again. Yeah, you know, in Batman v Superman, uh, you know, they had all these scenes where people are kind of you know worshiping him a little bit. And yeah. it's like no, like they should be afraid of him. They should after, be terrified. After they should after be the events of Man of Steel. They should be praying that he yeah. dies. Like he should. But be- but then. Yeah. You know, then it makes a little bit more sense after he, you know, after he sacrifices himself to defeat Doomsday and yeah. saves the city. Then, then all of a sudden, you know, then, that, then, yeah. then people have the change of opinion. Then it makes more sense in, in Justice Brilliant. League, uh, which, if you haven't seen the Snyder Cut by now, is is really good. It, they, yeah, much much better movie than the original. And uh, as far as the DCEU, I, th- I think. Um, you know, one of, one of the better examples of, of world building I would say
1: yeah, yeah. I think that I think they're yeah they're doing a little bit better for sure yeah well I think like okay so Jake and I hammer on this all the time but we hammer on this line because there the DC, there was a DC dark or DC What got the, the team the dark team uh, for DC uh, justice League dark Justice League dark that's the yeah the Justice League Dark team we hammer on this because it's still hilarious to me um the uh, Batman doesn't believe in magic at the very beginning of that and you're like dude your world has magic yeah like you can't just forgo that and not believe it and and,
0: and also like you fight it's, it's very <sighs> it's very inaccurate to comic book Batman yeah and, and uh you know m- most versions of Batman really cause like the animated series also dealt with it a lot but yeah, Bat- Batman
1: is completely aware of magic, yeah. but he tr- he treats it like a science. <laughs> yeah, if he treated it like a science, it's one thing but like is that the line, the specific line, was like, the specific line is like he didn't believe in magic. Like you're talking to a magic person, you know, you personally hang out with like five magical people. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, like
0: you know yeah he, he has he has Constantine and Zatanna
1: on speed dial yeah. in case there's some kind of a magical emergency he's going to see Zatanna about other magic cause he doesn't think Superman can handle it that's the whole premise yeah. of the story yeah and that's why it's such a dumb throwaway line yeah but I think it's stuff like that where like people wanna like you know come up with a line they wanna like, oh this is a good sound line but it doesn't work for the story yeah <laughs> I, I'm sure it's happened a lot of other places too I mean I think there's a lot of problems with like some like anime type anime stories that they don't really explain the world so when something happens you're like what the hell is that yeah um, I'm thinking of uh, the show Knights of Cydonia it's a good show it's a decent okay, show that's the that was one of the Netflix TV yeah. ones right yeah it's in space there's a old lady bear person that never gets explained, ever. And I would like to know why there's a person that there's a bear that talks and has a metal arm. I'd love to know what, where that came from. She's barely supposed to like she's played off as this sweet old lady that has like the um bunk. She basically runs like the bunkhouse where pilots sleep. Yeah. Never it gets it never gets explained, yeah. ever. And I'm like you got to say something about that you can't just throw bear lady in there you can't just throw mama bear from the three bears (laughs) (laughs) like you can't just throw her in a show you expect me to be okay
0: yeah that's wow
1: (laughs) explain this sure yeah yeah I I, I never watched that but uh, (laughs) that, that is interesting straight up a bear lady that never gets explained and it drives me insane they not even, like, a throw line of, like, oh, genetic experimentation. Nope, nothing like that. <laughs> they just don't explain it. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we found her on an alien planet. No, none of that. They're just in space with a barely yeah, and, and I mean, like,
0: for, for like, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, like, that, that's literally all they do for Rocket. They just... Like some throwaway line about he was a genetic experiment with the right. raccoon and like,
1: okay, cool. We know where he came from. That's all we need. Well, with that, at least they like show different alien races. So you go like, okay, yeah. this is conceivable. But like, yeah, with this thing, they don't, they just have humans. They're all humans. Every other character is a human. Except for the bear lady that's just there. Yeah, so if if we're gonna segue into anime,
0: I I uh, gotta talk about uh, Sword Art Online. Oh, yeah. Cause in in the first arc of that, I I thought the world was very interesting. They and the they didn't happened. explore it at oh. all.
1: So the <laughs> why they do, kind of which world the way the I'm the the first one Einkrad. And... Oh, Einkrad. Okay.
0: Yeah, because I mean, like it's it's they oh. they're, they're in there for like for, like, half the first season, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Like, I, I, I stopped watching once they went into the second game, and I, I just I couldn't do oh. it after that. Um. But, uh... It actually gets really good. It starts that, getting really I, good. I've, I've, I've heard, but I... It I've, gets super good. I've, I've, I've tried to watch there's that a arc spot, though. several times. Yeah, there's a
1: couple spots where it gets And out. I just,
0: like... There's just a couple spots where there's a lull, but... But, yeah, like, they, they you know, they, they take the, the the stakes away. Like, mm-hmm. you, there's no longer permadeath. And they, you know, they, um, yeah, I have have a lot of problems, but let's,
1: let's keep this within the scope of the world. No, so I think, but I think that the, the world that they they focus on is less the game worlds. Like they have the game worlds and they're like, oh yeah, there's stuff going on, there's stuff you don't know, but they do a lot of focus on the real world where they're like, some crazy stuff is happening out here we're coming up with some well, yeah, nuts that's, technology
0: that's like more in like the more recent
1: yeah. uh,
0: chapters or arts yeah. or whatever
1: well yeah because they're talking about how they come up. Well, they're like we're coming up with some nuts technology to like have this yeah. be more realistic and even like and people are craving the next new thing to such a degree that like even though a bunch of people died they're still putting these things on their heads yeah they're like and we promise this time it doesn't kill people
2: <coughs> yeah,
0: except. For, but yeah, yeah, like my 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 biggest problem with that first arc was how many like time skips there were, and they just like they they make all this progress towards you know beating the game and freeing everyone, but they don't like ever show any of it. Yeah, that's true. And like they're you know they they go to all of these places in the game world, like they you know they've got like you know like. The icy mountains where they like fight that that ice dragon, yeah, and like all these forested areas, like it, it looks, it's a beautiful world, like it's really cool. But they just, like, they don't explain any of the.
1: They, there's, there's no lore. That's true. They do the equivalent of how my brother plays video games, where he just keeps hitting the button, and he's like, "What did that say?" I'm like, I'm not telling you. You read it. Yeah, <laughs> that, and that that's a that's a very apt oh, analogy. Cool.
0: Yeah, like and, and, like, you know, like, I, I, I understand why Sword Art Online is as popular as it is. I just, I, I think they missed a lot of opportunities with that. You're right,
1: they did. I think that's fair. That's fair. I think they do better, they get to more games, by the way. Yeah.
0: As a third yeah, game. Yeah, because, like, I, I, I kind of have a loose knowledge yeah, of Yeah, they get to it a third so they get so like, the, like, like yeah, they after Iron Crab, they go into that second game yeah. where everyone's like a different species of like. It's fairy supposed to be a kids' game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like Osinai gets kidnapped by the guy, and he wants yeah. to like enslave her in the game forever. Um, then he he gets her out of that, and then uh, then like the next game is like a gun game. Yeah.
1: And, so he's hired. He's and,
2: hired.
0: And like only the bad guy can kill people. So but yeah, it's but somehow not everybody that's dying.
1: Yeah, yeah, somehow the bad guys killing people in real life. <clears throat> and then is it Alicization after that, or am I missing something? I think so, and I don't know what's going on with that. To be fair, because I haven't, because like, yeah, that's when the season ended, and I still don't know what's happening there.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do not know much about Alicization I have heard that's the best that Sword Art's been in a while. For, is what
1: I hear, but I, I don't really know too much about the plot. Stuff happens and Kirito's trying, like, he's in a coma. Oh. And this, like, this world is the only thing he's active in. Like, he's not active in the real world anymore for reasons. Gotcha. And they're trying to figure out how to get (laughs) him out of the game. Gotcha. (laughs) So, yeah, like,.
0: For for me, like I felt there's definitely more of like a quantity over quality approach. To yeah, the there was in with that sword art. There was with that, and mm-hmm. I think I think I could. And say I, that. I definitely prefer okay. if it. I would prefer, so like a you know one one show that I that uh, you know I, I kind of compared to sword art in that regard would be log horizon, where they are in one world for the entirety of the of the show. Right. Um, at, at least so far, they haven't finished the show, or I, I don't know if they finished the the light novels or not. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I've I watched the first two seasons. I was trying to pull up a name because I forgot That's what okay. show it's called. <laughs> Sorry. And then they they came out with a third season of Log Horizon this year, which I need to watch, but. Yeah, that, that show delves a lot more deeply, arguably even like too much into the, into the world building and especially like the politics and economics and all, all this stuff. And yeah, I, I like, I, you know, I, I personally like a lot of the stuff, but yeah, a lot, a lot of people say it's, you know, criticized it for being too slow. Uh, but for me, like that's the, that's the stuff that makes it interesting. Then I actually care about what happens to the world, and that you actually have a vested interest in seeing the characters extricate themselves from the predicament they found their, themselves in.
1: Okay. So, like,
0: like in Law of Horizon, it's it's not like permadeath, but like everyone is trapped in the game world. So, you know, if you, if you die, you just respawn, uh, but they
1: they can't get out. They can't get out. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. There's one. So, there's one where there was like a there's like a mystery going on but it's the real world but they have like lore going on behind the scenes of the real world uh, it was called East of Eden I really like it. I was trying to remember. I've heard of that I've heard that Eden good. of the East that's okay, okay. What's it was called um, it's a, like there's a mystery of what's going on you don't find out until the very end um, but it's really interesting because the show starts out with the main character wakes up gets out of a taxi and like, he wakes up and he is naked in front of the White House of the United States and he doesn't oh, nice. know and he has no idea why. That's hilarious. Wow. He like literally has no idea what's going on. Interesting. <laughs> so it's it's kind of like a reverse isekai almost? It's where like you figure out what he did and what, like, what he... He has to trace back what happened and what he did, and he also needs to do something. And he doesn't understand what he's trying, supposed to do. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> so but it's not Isekai, cool, but cool it's definitely like in the yeah. real world. But he like lost his memory. Oh okay. Okay, so he he, he was he was born in the real world. He was <laughs> born. In the, yeah, this is all it's the real world. Just, oh, okay, sorry. I was I was he still But on the Issaikai no, no, no. track. I'm just thinking like he wakes up and like. But there's like a lore of like this organization and going on, like this stuff going on in the background of the real world. Some stuff that's like some sort of sci-fi like stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Um, I think the Ace Guy stuff. A lot of the Ace Guy stuff's usually good because, like, usually My- they have a pretty good lore. Yeah, my, my
0: favorite example of world-building in pretty much any anime, uh, Isekai or otherwise, would be ReZero. Have, have you watched that one? I have not seen that one, actually. So that one that one's really cool. I'll have to get that uh, So the, the main character, like, you know, most of the time in, in these Isekai animes, like, the main character gets transported into these worlds, and he has, like, these super awesome powers, and he's just, like, yeah. an unstoppable, you know, just awesome dude. Well, in, in this one, the the dude, the main character is like he, he's a complete like shut in, friendless loser. Uh, when he when he goes to this new world, he, he at at first it seems like he doesn't have any powers whatsoever, and he um he, he basically uh, just gets randomly killed uh, by uh, by this uh, serial killer lady, and. Uh, and then he finds out his powers. He responds like a video game character. That that's it. Like when he when he dies, he responds at, a, at like a certain checkpoint. checkpoint, and he has to figure out a way to prevent that death from happening to move past that checkpoint. Interesting. And so a lot of and instead of like being able to have like powers or uh, you know any any cool stuff like that, he has to rely on like. You know, you know, firstly, like, figuring out who the enemy is. Sometimes it's not always clear. Uh, you know, gaining the trust of, of the characters in the world. Um, you know, strategizing against the forces that he faces. And, uh, and yeah, in, in that world, like there's uh, there's this big vast history so there's you know there's seven witches one for each of the seven deadly sins because they, they love that stuff in anime all the time like yeah full metal seven deadly sins itself the anime uh, yeah but yeah there's there's seven witches who are like immensely powerful magical beings who uh you know terrorize the land and there's you know there's all sorts of like uh mythical beasts and a, a lot of a lot of politics, and all these kingdoms like vying to like produce the next heir, and like all of this stuff going on, like a lot of crazy cool world building, and this you know complete normie from our world has to like familiarize himself with all of this stuff in the new world, and you know find some way to uh, you know a figure out uh, why he's there, and. Uh, and uh, you know and he, he falls in love with one of the characters and you know, tries to help her become like the next queen. And it's really cool. There's a, I, I love it.
1: There's one that I, I found out while we were talking to, another isekai type one. but it barely touches the isekai stuff and then it just kind of evolves from there. But it's uh, overlord or, or Overlord. Something? Yeah, I like Overlord. Yeah, we're like good stuff. It's hilarious because like it's, it's like we were talking about earlier in the episode. Where it's like an end-of-game situation where, like, this game's dying. This game's dead. I'm the last person in my guild here. We have an evil guild, so we have a tomb, and we have all these monsters. And now I'm the only one left, so they're all obeying me. He's like, oh, yeah, let's mess with some of the code. Yeah. And then he really shacks it up for himself. Yeah. And basically he starts... He also does, like, does learn more about the world through that. Yeah, it's, it's it's really cool to, like...
0: Watch him, uh, you know, affect the world in in all these well, various ways, and
1: and it changes, and it is it's, pers- it's it's like watching it from like the bad guy's perspective well, most. But it but it cha- but his perspective changes to where he's like, oh no, I gotta save some people here though. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta save th- these
0: people. Yeah. I like these people. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's kind of that one small village, and like yeah, like a, a you know, especially like in in like the the later season, like, like the second half, second season yeah. and the third season, the story is more about like the small human stories rather than what the overlord himself is doing. Right. And it's, yeah, it's really cool to see how you know his presence alters all of these, you know, uh, kingdoms and, and, uh, you know, small villages alike yeah. and, and see how they react to this basically God who's living in their world. So, yeah, I like Overlord a lot. Good. Definitely yeah, some good, good world building in that show too. How's was a good one.
1: So, let's uh, let's go over let's go over what we talked. About. So, we talked first about it's important to have rules, rules that you follow. That was where we started. It's important to have good characters, and it's important to see the effects of what your characters are doing. Yeah, and then, I'd say if you had a sense and of yeah, lore and history is lore very and important. History. So, lore and history, rules, and how your how the characters affect the world around them. Yeah. I think those are probably some good ones. I'm sure there are some other ones, too. Um, if you do happen to be listening and you'd like to send those, send them on over to our Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Um, <laughs> and with that, uh, I think we're going to wrap up the episode. So... This has been Comic Talk 616. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Matt. I'm Steve. I'm Kyle. Thanks so much for checking us out. And do check out our Nerdy News Break on Wednesdays. Uh, Check out the Radiant Gaming uh, channel on Twitch. And any other cool stuff that we're doing. All right. Thanks very much for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Yes. Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us. You'll hear us. But we'll be yes. here. So.
2: Yes. Yes.